What's up guys and welcome back. It's your boy Sean and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Of course, I'm here with Amir. Yo. I'm here with Jamal. Yo. How you fellas doing today? Okay, great man. Surviving. Surviving. I hear that. Oh, what about you, Jamal? Anything? Cruising? Chilling? Chilling. Moment to moment? Yeah, I'm all in the moment. I hear that. That's I where, hear that. That's where the best moments are. Yeah, yeah. You, I, that's one thing I definitely realized, like... And it was funny, I was having this conversation with myself today. I was like, I literally, like, I go out, but I need to go out more. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, not just to, like, bars and, like, festivals, but, like, to these, like, random events where people are just, like... Because every, like, week you'll find something that says, like, uh, uh, things that's happening in Atlanta this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to go out to more of those and just mingle among... Like-minded so, individuals. Yeah. Yeah, so... You know what though? I have like cut going out. Out? Yeah. Why? Because I pandemic just, related. No, no. It's more like stacking money so it's you could. Right. That part too. Nah, that, that cuts a lot of it nah, out. Of it. But n- you have no even. reason to go out. <laughs> no, or I could go with her, right? But yeah, like, that's true. At this point, like I rather take that money and do it some with something else. Else. Or like go out. That's me now. That's scuba dive. Like what I said outside, everything I do now is for future Sean. Yeah. Like that's kind of like the same thing. But that kind of also limited me to want to go out now so mm-hmm. I can make sure future Sean is living a much better life. Mm-hmm. So like it's kind of a, a pro and con giving go thing. How much am I willing to let present Sean do we have to do? Mm-hmm. But that also might hinder the process of future Sean to just chill on a fucking beach somewhere mm-hmm. and not have to worry about shit. So yeah, like, I would rather like catch a flight somewhere yeah. and experience a different city than go out in my city and just that do too. The same smoke, smoke that too. and drink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Get lost in, well, you don't want to get lost in another city. Nah. No, <laughs> That's how you get kidnapped. <laughs> but like, I would rather just then go to a bar you know what I'm saying? Go to Disney World. Yeah. Or take that money, go to New Orleans for it. That, that's, I can't even say what I was going to say. But yeah, like that's like a reasonable yeah. spend of money. Yeah. Um, and then experiences are, are literally the only thing that we have, you know, as we age, right? So say for instance, you know, current Amir, I'm not partying as much. I'm not doing all the things that I used to do. But I find myself in nostalgic moments because I'm like sitting and like reflecting on my past. Yeah. And I would rather reflect on times where I was like on a beach in another country, you know, thinking about and learning about different cultures versus me just sitting, getting blackout drunk on binge drinking shots at the same place I'm at all the time where I could have put that, you know, money into something more of an enjoyable experience yeah. when I'm no not hopefully I'm not a- non-able-bodied when I'm, you know, older, but yeah. there may be a time where I'm just sitting, like I think about um, my wife's father a lot because he's now wheelchair-bound. Ooh. And now it's just like, all he has are his memories. So I'm catching him watching like old-ass basketball games, like shit that's nostalgic to him because he was going through it during that time. I don't yeah. know if he was there in person or whatever. But he finds more joy in Watching reminiscing and right than dealing with the present day. Exactly. So Ooh. it's better, like you said, current Amir, Sean, and Jamal needs to be investing in different things that will have future Amir, Sean, and Jamal 
happy and at peace yeah. with what they did in the past. Yep. And that's what we should be focused on. on. This little, that's some kid shit what we used to do back in the day. And, and to be honest, I'm younger than y'all. Yeah. And I've reached this point mentally, like I still want to go out because I'm, I have the kids and shit. Yeah, and whatever. you need to get away. I need to get away from that bullshit. But at the end of the day, it's like, there are certain things that we have to start implementing now so that when we are older and don't have as much mm. energy or time, yep. we can sit back and be like, okay, I did what I was supposed to do when I had the energy and to the ability so. to do so. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Ooh, well, adulthood. Uh, adulthood, right? That's basically the theme mm-hmm. of the last three minutes. <laughs> old Amir was talking about this shit. 21-year-old Amir would have been like, nigga, let's turn up. Oh, man. Like, it, but it is beautiful just to hear like, the growth in us right. as we get older and like our personal lives is just like coming from where I met you guys mm-hmm. to where we are now. That shit is a complete 360. Not 360. You're in the same spot. It's a complete 180, uh-huh. right? So I remember like smoking weed in the clubs in St. Carrollton. Trying to get high as a bitch. <laughs> Niggas, niggas had no money for weed, but then we was like digging out roaches and making roach blood. Roach like, blood. like that's those how. Are those are potent. Those are Like damn. Like now, if we like, we're in a place now where that's not even financially an uh, issue, but we still, like you said, we got blunts. <laughs> we have to still think about the future, right? Like we're trying to put together for our future selves. So, yeah. and that comes with maturity, like. Like I said, outside, 25 year old Amir. Wasn't was it with that? Nah. Spend that right now. Right now. Right All now. of it. <laughs> Figure it out tomorrow. That's tomorrow's problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So let's just uh, kind of jump right into some shit. In uh, another damaging statement I thought of over the last 24 Great. hours. Uh, <laughs> actually, posted this to Twitter and started getting some feedback. Cause just, I was like, cause Tory Lanez came up on my playlist, someone to alone oh, that prom, and and I do not condone what he did either, I musically like, speaking. I mean, he right he now he's convicted. in jail, so he was yeah. convicted. So in a court of law, he did that shit. He did. So in my opinion, he did that shit. He did it. If he was the pill, that he didn't do that shit. But for now, he did that shit. So I do not condone what that nigga did. Right, but musically, him not being around for ten years is a huge L for music. No alone at prom two. I don't think no so. sec no, uh, chicks tape six. No random features of him just jumping on someone's trap and dropping a quick sixteen and disappearing. Like that's a loss for like and like we said last podcast. I've been listening for this nigga for damn near a decade plus yeah. now. So like that to me is a musical loss. There's what? a conspiracy associated with this shit though. I saw it on Twitter like last week. Isn't that what like, I, I what it came with the NFT shit? That's why I, play, I played it last week in here. Y'all paid y'all didn't pay it no mind. You like, oh, I ain't done nothing. Was we already drunk by then? Probably. Do I need to play it again? No, 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 no. No, no, don't play it again. I know exactly what it's <laughs> So this is the thing, like, I don't I don't know how deep conspiracy goes because at the end of the day, like, we don't know the truth. Like the only truth that we know is our own truth. And yeah. even then those lines get blurred because over time our memories start, you know, we start making shit up and that's just human behavior. Yeah. From the telephone game we used to play in kindergarten. But you know, at the end of the day, like, I do believe that Troy Lanes makes great music. He doesn't have a problem with jumping on somebody else's flow and killing that shit. Like, he's 
a really good artist when it comes to songs, rapping, and I've seen his character development from basically when you introduced me to him back in 2010 or whatever the case, 2011. That was before that, Slavey was... When did you move into the apartment? I was like 2000. It was 2010, that's when so, I got there. Yeah, so 2010, So, yeah. but at the end of the day, like, he's a great artist, but, you know, there's certain people, like, what's his name, Jay Morant? John Morant. John Morant. Nigga, if you are great, you need to you need to walk on a thin line. Like you can't really be doing the same you're the shit. Product. Right, you're the product. Ooh, like at the end of the at the end of the day, yeah, the Drake. You saw his dad? No, I haven't. So not to not to cut you off, but oh, his dad went to. Um, I mentioned him. His dad went to like talk to a camp, mm. and he was like, "My son." None, nobody that my son hangs out with got him in trouble. It was my son's decisions that yeah, got him in trouble. His son got suspended because of his decisions. Yeah. Right, which is basically the precipice of my statement. Like, at the end of the day, there, you don't see Drake being a crash dummy. Like, he's he's all his shit's buttoned up. He talks about, you know, you know, mob ties and all that type of shit in his music. But when it comes to associating him with that shit, you can't find nothing that he did that's negative. And if you're really about that shit, cool. But these niggas is out here like evidence on evidence on evidence to wherein like you're putting yourselves in situations where you're fucking your reputation up. But once your reputation is fucked up, people are gonna think that you're guilty regardless. Based upon your like your actions. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So like I'm I'm upset that we're not gonna get no new Tory Lanes until he gets out. Um, only because I was a genuine fan. Like, I'm yeah. a fan of his art. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're a crash dummy, you're a crash dummy. Everybody got to go the fuck up. Like, yep. I be telling my homies, some certain homies, not y'all, but I be telling certain people, like, I can't rock with y'all the same way that I used to because I have shit going on. Mm-hmm. And if I get fucked up, all of my shit's going down the drain. Yeah. And that's not how they're thinking. They're living recklessly. Got to move different when trying to do shit different. A bunch of liquor, but you out here trying to fuck on bitches and you got two bitches that you fucking with and three bitches you fucking with in the same pool and you don't think that shit gonna go down shit went down shit went down shit went down um, what were you saying I don't I don't think like it's a big L for music I feel like Tory Lanez was always on that fringe level like he's not fringe meaning like he has his fans yeah but at the end of the day, I don't think he made that much of an impact with music. Like, really? I don't. And if he like, did, it was in the last two years before he got fucked up. Like, I don't he think just he, became I don't think he ever did. I think he made an impact when he came in, but it was, like, such a weird space that he's from Canada. And then, That's what I was to say, Canada. And so the eyes weren't really there, and there was only one person from Canada that was getting the eyes at that yeah. time. And they had beef. And yeah, and I think that fucked him up too when he had beef with him out there. So it's like, um, I feel like right now there might be like ten Tory Lanes, not as talented, not not as talented, but there's other artists that could step into that void to where music is gonna be just fine. He he, to me he didn't really, cause I have these conversations with, and I feel like you. I feel like it is an L, but that's just because I'm a fan. Yeah. When I talk to other people that are a fan of music, they're like, Tori, like, nah. some is not that much. Yeah, it's, it's almost like you're almost having the conversation about, like, Dave East or some shit like Fandom. that. Fandom. And then yeah, niggas a- are like, 
But Davies didn't touch the skies that Tory touched. I no, I don't. I can't say that. Like can't say that. Tory Tory Lane. I think Tory got higher than Davies. I mean, he More might. Mainstream. He might. I mean, that's people's opinion, right? Because Tory Lane's never sold crazy. He didn't sell 100k first week. The best he did was like 50k. But he did do a million on his NFT. The, yeah. But, the, but that, and that, that a was that him? Was that him or just NFTs at the moment? It was the it was the hype of NFT <laughs> yeah. and blockchain, and blockchain technology it was, and, and the way that his fans were making money yeah, off it, of the music it, off of resale. Exactly. Because it was an it exclusive was, album that nobody could hear unless it, you had the. I never. I followed his numbers because I felt like, oh, this guy's gonna go 100k easy, 70k easy, 70k easy. Never did that. He never touched. He never sold more than. Um, Let's see. A boogie with the hood. Oh, sorry for what? Hey, Tory nice. Lanez. It, he sold 23,000 first week. He's never done. Daystar. That's 2020. Sold 36. I told you. 50. 2016, 52. Yeah. Memories Don't Die, 50. 54. 2018, Love Me Now, 50. which was on fire, 54. Yeah. The New cool. Toronto 3, 64. Chick, uh, Chicks Tape 5, 83. He's trending up. Yeah. No, no, no. Those album, those went from his highest selling. They come first, at different times. This is his first week album sales. No, no, I'm talking about he's trending up. That... They this was 2019. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't in release order. So that's his highest selling. And that was 2019. Oh, chicks tapes. That's when yeah. he had all them singles. Yeah, out on that the was radio. like that's when he did like the remixes of everyone's R and B songs with the R and B people yeah. on the songs with them. Yeah. So yeah. like he's never sold like a huge artist. So let's see, 2020 was. But is he independent though? No, some of those came off at uh, All these have a label on them. Yeah, some, most of those came Sorry off for what? If he was independent, I would have given him more credit. Sorry for what is one umbrella. He just became independent and before he went That peaked at 11 on the billboards. Daystar was 2020 with Interscope and yep. Mad Love. All he peaked at number 10. I told you it was with uh, Mad Love and Interscope. Peaked at number 4. That was 2016. Memories Don't Die is with Mad Love. It. So most of it is Interscope. Cool. 2018, 54, peaked at Bro, number three. I'm telling you, I'm a, Love Tory, me now. I'm a Tory Lanez fan. So That's I'm 2018. For his numbers. That also peaked at number four, 54,000. New Toronto he, peaked at number two. And that was 2020. New Toronto three. He, and that was with Interscope. How, how much that though? That was 64. That's not... Chick Seas was 2019, Interscope, 83, Pete the number two. There's a lot of people that just don't didn't think he was anything special. He is though. He is, I think so, but his but numbers... But you don't think never, that's enough for him? You don't think his think, hole is that big? He, no. The his absence, his, his, his absence isn't no, going to be missed in these hell, 10 years, no, you don't think? No. He's going to be missed by his core Russ can't do it all. <laughs> but anybody with the boogie can do it. Hey, boogie uh, with the hoodie. They're similar. He needs they to be. Sing. He needs to release a little bit more. Yeah, but he his, does, he releases just albums and he disappears. Yes, but his albums sell, are amazing. So crazy yeah. globally. Yeah, so crazy. What you would expect Tory to have those kind of numbers, but he doesn't. He doesn't. So, yeah. So I think there's uh, uh, to his core fans. We think this thing is a uh, transcendent kind Amazing. of uh, talent, right? Yeah. But to the rest of the music world, it's just, just an average. He's just an average artist. 
But then that goes to show. <laughs> I will that, say they're wrong. But then <laughs> it goes to show that content is everything. Like, and y'all are gonna crucify me. What Jamal is. But Russ is like a different type of artist. Like the music that he's putting out is motivational. Like it's some oh, Big God. Sean type shit. Not all of it. And oh, not God. all of not it. All like of, of course, it. Russ. I'm gonna play numerous just cocky rambunctious I mean, songs. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But you know the songs that I. He's a generally positive thinking individual, artist. and and his numbers. And, and but he can honest, definitely does rap that foolishness too, though. Yeah, and I don't think he's as talented as uh, Daystar. I don't think he's as talented. Like Russ is good. I love his yeah, music. Cause Tori because Tori can rap, sing. But there's a there's. But well, we can do without Tori. But Russ, because yeah, he's he still back home. His own shit too. So oh, he's kind of like a Jay Colish, yeah. Because he produces his own shit. But <laughs> I just said that to make this thing. Right? I know. You really lost him. He disconnected you. Like, you're like, I'm done. <laughs> they stopping. <laughs> hate talking music with me. I'm too young. Uh let's see. Uh, the Fresh and Fit podcast, one of the most popular podcasts on YouTube, is on the verge of being shut down. Mm. Hold on, motherfucker, the article. That alpha male shit. Uh, basically. Uh, the Fresh and Fit podcast what? is on the verge of being shut down. Uh, the podcast is being blocked from receiving any ad money from YouTube. Whoa. And the social media platform did more. YouTube also blocked the podcasters from receiving any money from Super Chats from their followers. Oh, damn, that's it. They're done. So that means that the duo will, will make zero dollars from their podcast going forward. That's done. Podcast the host broke the news on their podcast yesterday and warned fans that they plan on shutting things down shortly. For yeah. what, though? But you can't. If you ain't making no... I mean, if you come from making... I mean, most of the shows from like really probably does hiring people to come and sit down with them. Most no, of, well, but you got to pay for their flights and all that shit. No, they, they got they they get women from Miami or women that already were flying into Miami. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I never watched them. So you can elaborate. Time. So I didn't give them not one minute of my time. Me either. I'm not even that type of nigga to listen to that shit. Yeah, I mean, so the thing about their podcast is. They were never gonna get ad money anyway. Yeah, because they're so yeah. Yeah. So, so this is what it says. It says uh, the podcast has become a subject of controversy in the past due uh, to comments made by Weeks and Gaines. I guess those are the two podcasters. Uh, most note that's their last names: Weeks oh, and oh, Gaines. The real last names. I'm assuming. Most notably, yeah, uh, during the viral conversation with Instagram model Brittany Griner earlier this year, when he made alleged misogynistic comments towards her. Uh, earlier this year, the podcast was demonetized for seven days by YouTube, and they were warned that if they continue to make controversial content, they will be banned. Uh, at the time, the host of Fresh and Fit podcast said they were victims of a targeted attack and mass reporting after receiving a week-long ban from YouTube over hate speech. They sound like Trump. Uh, the latest yeah, ban, to, we're uh, told, is Rumble. permanent. So, so the ban is so it's permanent. So yeah, so it's a wrap for them. But see, my thing about it is, yeah, I don't even they know. can pick about how much people are going to yeah, follow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not everyone's going to download like, the ban. Maybe like, though, because they're. It's uh, not going to be like more than. If they're not getting all. It's not going to be a hundred percent. It's not going to be fifty percent. It's going to be like twenty percent. Maybe will go off, which is a lot to get them monetized over there most likely. But they're t- they're they're core fan base are people that will probably follow yeah. them. But they're gonna uh, lose a lot of people. Hurt niggas that hurt. Yeah, like I don't. Th- that's their thing. Like that's they weren't true. getting ad ad dollars anyway. The thing that was sustaining them was like uh, donations. Yeah, super chats and shit like that. 
So men, you ban that. That's you it. You ban that. They're done on YouTube. They're and they're, they're, they're not gonna play any ads on that page because it's too filthy. Filthy, yeah. Like, but see, my thing about it is I guess what's wrong with society in a whole because like. In the grand scheme of things, I believe that humanity is pushing towards like a culture to where we're not trying to like make anyone feel a type of way. And if you are a huge platform and you have a group of people who's on some red pill type shit, you, you as a company you cannot promote and give people a platform um, to spread that type of ideology. That's why Donald Trump got kicked off of Twitter. Yeah. Same concept. Same concept. Like if it's not about, in my opinion. The future of humanity is based upon peace, love, positivity, whatever. Like, regardless, hate does get the most eyes and attention, but if a lot of these big people don't give them a platform, then the narrative will change. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I think that's what a lot of these huge companies are realizing. Like, we can't spread hate or, or, or misogyn- misogyny or any of that type of shit. So if your platform is based upon that, you shouldn't have a platform, in my opinion. But that's just me. I'm a dictator. <laughs> um, to keep it with podcasts, uh, Cameron and May signed a multi-million yeah, dollar podcast yeah, deal. Cameron, uh, yeah, and Mace, yep. Oh, are they for their uh, new sports show? Who are they? Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I'm just gonna keep going. Let's keep going. Don't fall for the troll. Uh, they <laughs> They deserve it. Uh, so, uh, this is a They both put in two hundred and fifty thousand dollars with their own money. So five hundred thousand dollars, five hundred k for the show, production, studio, all that. Uh, let's see. Let me just see if there's any breakdown to it. Uh, the Is When Is podcast is now one of the biggest sports shows in the world. Uh, they signed a multi-million dollar deal with their first major sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. A sports betting company. Uh, let's see. I don't care about his rap career. Uh, don't Me care either. about Mason's rap career. Me uh, and that's how the article ends. So they put. <laughs> they put so my thing about it is why? I mean, yeah, they're putting money in, so that means they have equity into the. It's business. a sponsor. That means they're gonna help. They're gonna give you money. Probably every episode you're live where it goes up, you're getting money in to help. But, but what makes their knowledge about sports that marketable? Like, why is somebody investing? Is it because of their past no, careers? Made, or is it no, because no. they're... They made, a, they made a show. I'll let you run it because I only watched like 30 minutes they of made show. a show. Like, off I their own... Um, personas. Yeah, off their personas. <laughs> um, and it's, it's... I mean, it's very interesting. And they get like a Would bunch of views. Would they have gotten views if it wasn't Cameron and Mace? Based off their content? Uh, probably not. But that's what so a lot of based off their name. Are, are we watching Drink Traps if it isn't Nori? No. No. If it's just EFN and some other, uh, one of his homeboys, are we watching Drink Traps? No. Nope. Exactly. So it's like. Even Joe Budden, I so watch his shit sometimes. for people. With names already. Yeah, because it's not, it's not, and I was trying to, it doesn't matter who I was trying to tell this to, but it's not about the content per se. It's about the persona that you build with the content, right? Because people are investing in your brand and your popularity and what you have, like the eyes that you can attract to the shit. So the simple fact that I recognize the name Cameron and Mace, even though I'm a 90s baby, I really don't associate with those type of rappers. 
it's more likely rappers. <laughs> but I was I was I was zero years old in '92, so it's like my recollection of '90s rap is very minuscule because even by the time 1998 came around, I was just six. My mom wasn't letting me listen to rap, so but you it were was seven. I was six in '99 when fucking what was it? What was Cam shit where everybody was oh. too hot for T? Is it no, too hot for that's TV? not too hot for T. His first album? No, no, no. His his super soft. Or maybe two opera TV was just a mixtape he was on. I mean, with the regardless, my mom wasn't letting me listen to rap. She threw my MP3 player, which I cursed in school once. She threw my MP3 player in the fucking trash. Okay. So with that being said, like I didn't have the maturity level to be able to even respect rap or anything like that, unless she was a mainstream artist. So it's like, it, I would be more inclined to listen to a podcast starring a, a familiar name mm-hmm. than like if it was like. Oh, we just gave uh, Jamal, Sean, and Amir a deal for a sports channel. Speaking to existence, it's coming. As soon as the the the, the good out outweighs the evil, I'll learn some, I'll learn some <laughs> fucking sports for a check, nigga. Yeah, I know how I did that fantasy league. Nigga. I was talk, second place. We was talking about B side. Maybe we just got really gotta put it what up to reality. But what? their shit is really good because, it, like, they the. They're the first ones that have a believable story of what happened um, with the whole Jordan Poole and uh, Draymond Green shit. Uh-huh. Th- that story was like, oh, nigga, that, that sounds like some shit to punch that nigga. Mm-hmm. And then somebody on ESPN picked it up and one of the hosts were like, are we just gonna listen to these guys? Like we're gonna just gonna go over their information, and then the other ho- the host was like, "Why not? They probably have um, sources that we don't have." Like, they don't so, verify the information. Yeah, because they're so, rappers. So, they're in that. So, so ESPN indirectly validated them by saying that. Yeah. Well, one of the hosts. Yeah, by saying. It. Yeah, yeah, but that validates that that oh, they might have other resources that we don't. So that validates. Yeah. Because them as and they do because they was in the environment. Because rappers and ball players, they part yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they share women. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing, the one thing that a rapper will tell you, it, uh, NBA players will tell you, NBA players want to be rappers, and rappers want to be NBA players. So they're in the same circles. The same circles. Yeah. So it, it makes sense, and then yeah, and <laughs> and. Their content is fucking funny. It's like, it's like so different from like even the beginning shows. You can tell it was so low budget, but they're just being like Harlem niggas. Yeah. Funny. Everything is paused. And I guess they're just cracking up. And I think you gotta think. You gotta, you gotta it's think. So uh, it's so good. It's so good. good, but like, I mean, I guess you gotta say uh, the person that really led the ground as far as like sports shows is what's his name, Pat McAfee. Oh, so yeah. that Pat McAfee show, you don't know who we're talking about. Nope. But he was a formal NFL player. Mm-hmm. He was a kicker, right? So someone that's not really like respect or the respect, but not like as much as a quarterback or whatever, right. right? But then he was able to make his show where it's just him and another like uh, there's like yeah, there's a couple of people on there. One guy's like a AJ Hawk was like, what is he, a lineman uh, or something? No, like AJ Hawk? Yeah, because he's I think he was, too, or I think a tight he, end or some shit. No, sure. he was a defensive end. So he played defense. And he was fucking good. Yeah, he was, he was like, <laughs> so, he, so I was like, so those are like the two names, AJ Hawk and Pat McAfee. 
and they made a sports show that started on YouTube where they were just like, it was their personality, well, I don't know if their personality, but their personas, their on-air personas doing extravagant, sh ex extravagant shit with sports, doing wild games, activities, betting, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Then they got a huge sponsor from, who was their biggest sponsor? That's probably DraftKings. It might have been DraftKings. Mm. Uh, DraftKings, and that's the thing. Uh, connected things is always the online betting people that, that gives the sponsorship to the sports people. Mm. <laughs> that just hit. Like, oh, sports oh. betting. That was that's what happened with these guys too. It was a gambling place. So, uh, so basically, Pat McAfee now Disney. He he left. He ended his contract with DraftKings. Disney bought him, uh, gave him a contract, mm -hmm. so now he's going to be on uh, live TV starting like next month or October for two two hours every day. But you yeah. see that, like you see sports. The thing about Cam and Mace, they're not athletes. What no. you see right now is like Pat McAfee, he's an athlete. Uh, Paul George has his Shannon Sharp. He's moving to ESPN to do football part time. But yeah. that's but that was the thing. Like after you play your career, you go to commentary those, or or in the booth yeah. commenting on the game. So it's like that is expected, kind of. And then you got Draymond's podcast. Yeah, like Paul George's podcast. podcast. Like even the shit that Jeff Teague is on. Yeah. even Gilbert Arenas' yeah. podcast. Yeah. So it's like. Sports guys are expected to kind of create their own uh, platform because they now get to control their narratives. Narratives and they're experts. Yeah, they're. In the I field. mean, they played the game, so right. they're experts, right? So it's like you want to tap into them, you want to listen to them, whatever, whatever. But that's what's unique about Cam and Mace, like. They played ball in high school, yeah. and then and then said, "Fuck it, we're gonna rap." rap. And they were one of the, two of the biggest rappers in New York. Type in the nineties, yeah. So it's like, uh, that's just what it is. Like, so, so it's it very. Sense. It, I mean, for them, it's special because they're not a part of you know the sports world. And to, for them to have such a success talking about music, I mean, not sports. even music, sports, it shows like a level of respect to their content. It's crazy that these niggas still got two hundred fifty thousand. It's crazy that these niggas still got two hundred fifty thousand dollars each to contribute to. That's them. good budgeting and good amount of management. Speaking Unlike of uh, last week, we was talking about um, gosh, who's the person who's complaining about? Uh, Having to sell the house a month after. Oh, the actor. The, yeah, gosh, who was it? Uh, yeah, sell house month oh after. Yeah, strike. strike. Uh, actor strike. Billy Porter. There you go. Gotta make sure you get it right. Uh, unlike Billy Porter, who said like. I mean, who's been in the industry for decades now has to sell a house a month after the strike starts. So, shout out to good budgeting and money management, and good accounting on their end to make sure they still got money coming in. Ten plus, vanilla ice. 10, 20 years after their career ended. So, shout outs to them. Um, what's your thoughts on the whole Doja Cat situation with her fans? Have you seen what's been going on yes. with her over the past, like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> like, well, well, she's she, like, I'm she, not. Hold on, let me follow the exact thing she said. Cause she's like been going crazy on her fans. I think over the last month, she lost close to a million fans, down to like 25 million social yeah, media yeah, followers. Uh, she lost 911, 910 Instagram followers in the last 30 days. Uh, she said it made her feel free. Yeah. Uh, my fans don't name themselves shit. If you call yourself a kitten or a fucking or fucking kittens, that means you need to get off your phone and get a job and help your parents with the house. Uh, and then she said, seeing all these people follow me makes me feel like I defeated a large beast uh, that's been holding me down for so long. It feels like I can reconnect with with the people who really matter and love me for who I am and not mm-hmm. for who I was. Thoughts? I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like at the end of the day, like what she was saying was, I watched her like. It was like a live that she did or whatever the case may be. She was like, you know, she was like, I have millions and millions of people who listen to my music. And at the end of the day, there's people who I listen to their music and I don't fucking like them in real life. Like she's talking about the industry. Yeah. And she's saying that I've met these people. I don't fucking like them, but I like their music. And at the end of the day, she's basically saying like, for my mental health, I have to be myself regardless of whether or not you like what I'm doing. And she's basically breaking the culture of society, telling her how she should and should not behave. Two, I'm going to do what I want to do, and if you support and like Doja Cat, I'm creating music for you. And if you have a problem with it, you don't have to really listen. And I'm I'm a huge supporter in that because mental health is extremely important. Mm-hmm. And society can literally tell somebody down mentally to where they're no longer wanting to be that persona or that person that creates yeah. art and music that you love. So at the end of the day, it seems I, like the longer you're in the industry, the more it wears you down. It wears you down. And eventually that wall breaks and you got to separate yourself. Absolutely. But in her ideology, she's just like, you know, I need to get to a point where I'm Doja Cat again. Like the Doja Cat that I know I'm supposed to be. And I'm willing to sacrifice a, a million followers and a million listeners. Because at the end of the day, people who really respect and enjoy Doja Cat is going to still support me. And I'm, to be honest, I'm not a people pleaser. I'm all for that shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not here to tell Doja Cat who she should and should not be. So, even though a lot of the shit that she's been posting, I'm not, I am not I don't associate with that shit. But I can separate my likeness for Doja Cat. Like, would I hang out with her in a personal setting? Probably not. Yeah. But do I like her music and do I think that she's talented as an artist? Yes. And I'm still going to support her music regardless because I do believe that she's a very good artist. Did you call yourself a kittens? I'm not a kitten. <laughs> But I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Doja. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan I'm of. I'm a fan of Doja Cat, and it, it doesn't have anything to. You do. didn't like the nickname. No, nah, I don't like kid. I'm not a kid. I'm a oh. lion. And it has nothing to do with Doja Cat. But at the end of the day, like I, I just don't believe that you know, people should have to break out of their shell once they join the industry. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of celebrities that feel like they have to have that spot. Justin yeah. Bieber had a had a moment in time where he was throwing eggs. Like, I'm tired of being the good boy. I, I just want to do some crazy shit. I just want to be myself. Yeah. And he felt like he had to fit a certain persona in order for him to have the fans, the listens, or whatever the case may be. And he had his reckless teenage phase or a young adult phase, and he's still doing numbers. So it's like, eventually, everybody has to come to the conclusion that I have to be happy regardless of what I'm doing career-wise. And if yeah. it doesn't work, I, I can pivot. But I'm never going to be a people pleaser, you know. I'm going to be like, like. If so, as an entertainer, you're not going to be a people pleaser. No, I don't give a fuck about the people. I give a fuck about my mental health. And if the people oh. are fucking with my mental health, 
then I'm going to focus people, people who got support. you there. They got me there, but off of false pretenses. I was people pleasing. And now that I'm doing it for myself, now if you fall off, if you fall off, that means that you were never really supporting me in the first place because you really didn't know the real me. So if our album sells ridiculously low, that doesn't, I mean, that definitely, definitely correlates, right? But she's still getting album sales. But her she, money, her money's not being. But touched. if she, if she hypothetically goes from selling over a hundred thousand, or I'm pretty sure that's what her last album did, over a hundred thousand, right? Mm-hmm. If she was to fall dramatically for that and sell maybe let's say thirty thousand now, yeah, mm-hmm. that's too much. But right? the industry, that, the what, industry wouldn't that be bad that she just burnt your bridge with a thousand, uh, I guess, a million of your fans enough that they're not gonna buy your album? Because mm-hmm. the, the industry loves her freedom of expression. Like she's still getting modeling gigs. She's still the top but designer. She's a beautiful girl. Exactly. So the money's what? not all in music. Like she wants her music to be art, not a, not a, not a, not a, not handcuffs. She wants her music to be art. So if you like her art, I don't think, listen to it. But her deals she, are going to keep coming. She's not handcuffed by anybody. Her she felt like she was. From her fans, having admiration for their... No, from her fans putting her into a box and telling her that she should not express herself because I'm going to stop listening to you. She should not be creating art for people who are holding her to a standard. She's a free person just like everybody else. And she should be able to express herself like everybody else, and if you don't like her, based upon her freedom of expression, you don't have to listen to her music. It doesn't mean that her music is bad. Okay. It means that you don't like her as a person. But if you don't like her as a person, you don't want to support her music, that's fine. But like she said, there's plenty of people in the industry she hates, but she still listens to her music because they, she likes her art, not necessarily the person. That's basically, she's trying to become like a liberator for artists to be themselves, Versus what everybody else wants them to be. I'm the, I've never I don't think fit into everyone the has everyone is, has uh, excuse me uh, like the status or plateau to do what Doja Cat does. I guarantee you, right a lot to of where, these artists where they could be like people pleasing. Yeah, but not everyone, quote unquote, has that ability, quote unquote, of what you're saying to be like. I could be my best self, be my real self in front of you guys. If you don't like it, fuck you guys. I don't care if I lose my followers. I don't think a lot of people have that ability to say, Because their, art, their art isn't that good, so they have to conform. She knows that her shit's good, so she's willing to risk it all. And, and I just checked her Instagram this week. She still has 25 million followers 25 after million. all the controversy. Yeah. She be posting some really crazy shit that I don't associate with. But at the end of the day... Her fans are her fans. If you don't like it, she's saying, don't listen. But at the end of the day, it's not keeping me from making good music. You just don't like who I am as a person. Yeah. And who she is as a person shouldn't change because she's creating art. Art is supposed to be a freedom of expression, not a trap. And she felt like she was trapped, and now she feels liberated, which is what every human should feel. I don't care if you fucking are So just her losing a million people liberates her? Yes, because she still has 25 million people who don't give a fuck. Which are the free-thinking people who she's trying to attract. I don't care what she's posting. I'm still going to listen to the next Doja Cat album. Okay. What's your thoughts? I don't listen to Doja Cat, so I don't know. She keep I don't listen Jesus. either. So. Keep that much. But what's your thoughts on her whole situation? Personal uh, fans and because of that, losing about a million followers, feeling free about it. I mean, as an artist, I wouldn't care about it. Like... People are gonna fuck with you. They're gonna fuck with you. People that are not aren't aren't. 
Like, it, it doesn't stop your daily motion. It doesn't stop the craft. I mean, even if she sells, like, 30K, like, she'll still be fine. She's fine. And, and then imagine being, like, trapped. Like, imagine doing something that you love, but feeling like you're fucking trapped based upon the movement of opinion. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. That will make you slit your fucking wrist. And we don't know how deep she was into her depression about her people's opinions of her. She she probably needed to do that shit. That's why she shaved her head, fuck it out, paint the town red. I'd rather be rich and famous instead. Like, yeah, she literally said her music. She doesn't give a fuck. Like, and and I love that for her. At the end of the day, oh, she's okay though. And even if she's not okay, that's okay because a lot of us aren't okay. But we're not Doja Cat. We're not celebrities, so we don't know what that pressure does to people. She was probably yeah. she was probably in a deep dark hole, and then she had to be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna be Doja Cat, and if you really fuck with Doja Cat, you fuck with them, and if not, I'm willing to take that loss because she's good regardless. Mm. She has the she has the multi million dollars in my bank account. Nigga, what? She's that's why she made that move. But there are certain people who who like bow that. to public opinion. And because of that, they're they're in Hank, they're slaves to the industry. She doesn't want to be that. Ah. <laughs> there's other ways to like get yeah. trapped by the industry. Nah, there's other ways to to show your self-expression. That. But even Beyonce, like she's she's literally went off the rails recently. Not even off the rails, but Beyonce's Beyonce. But she literally, I felt like she had a like um. Like her Renaissance album or the album, the Lemonade album. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of like witchy, like a lot of oh, different like, type of. Um, she did. She <laughs> does. No, she, Jamal, she does. Yo, Jamal got the albums. <laughs> no, she really does. But, but, but at the end of the day, I feel like even Beyonce had to liberate herself from like. She was on like a Taylor Swift type wave. Like a, she was a little bit more spicy than Taylor Swift. But I can guarantee you, Taylor Swift is not the public Taylor Swift. She's way different than what people are idolizing her for. She's America's sweetheart. So girl next door. Oh my gosh. I just seen some videos. But really she's Taylor a Swift. What? It was freak. like someone leaked that she was at this bar and the whole The whole town came out. So yeah, the whole street got shit. That's pressure, nigga. Oh, she can't see. even go to a bar. Taylor Swift. Well, I'm sure that would happen to Drake Hill. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. If he, somebody recognized Drake in a bar and tweeted his location, everybody they, in the town is going to come out. Niggas usually do that to him, but nobody comes out. <laughs> so what makes Taylor so special? It, it's her fans. You see that shit? They had to shut down the whole block. She almost started a riot. That chick had a baby with her. Bro. So if you have a cult-like following like that, you're going to conform. Because your fans will be disappointed in you. Like, if, if Taylor Swift started doing the same shit Doja Cat done, but she's, Taylor's done. She's smarter than that. She's, I don't she's, think she's done. If no, she so does some Doja Cat type shit, she's some, done. There's some artists that are just smart that just let the music talk. They don't do none of this talking to their fans or... She's still on some good girl type shit. Doing this shit. I'm talking about every big artist. When have you seen Kendrick, like... Or, fans like that? or J. Cole be like, you don't see that. Or Drake do that. <clears throat> like, Drake is outside. Like, but there's times where he disappears. He's not talking to his fans crazy like that. Nope. 
he might all of them might reply once in like a year. But her fan, her fans are being be lucky extremely Cole judgmental. And, Kendrick and Cole is definitely not replying to you. You'd be lucky, if Kendrick. You J. Social Cole's media. gonna make up a lie about why he went to a YouTube page. Bro, J. Cole looks like a homeless nigga. J. Cole will ride his bike in the middle of Atlanta and nobody knows who the fuck he is. But but see? Even Frank Ocean. Like you know, Those were the niggas with the craziest craziest uh hives. Yeah. Like when they show up, they show up. Like they don't do that. Uh, it's weird when you see a big artist do what Doja Cat did. Like, yeah. It's very strange. Like She feels trapped, right? She has to liberate herself. How long has she been famous? Two years? Three? No, I had to be like five now. When did um, that Mood shit come out? Mood? That's a song? Doja Cat Mood. That had to be 2018. Oh, Mood, bitch, I'm a cat. Mood. Oh, Mood. I remember, okay, I remember that. That's like That came out 2018, so yeah. 2018. That's when she first started. So it took her five years to snap. Yeah. It took it her five take, years it, to say, I'm niggas. It took Justin Bieber close to a decade a to decade. snap. Niggas be and he's been in the he's been in the industry at a younger age. And then when he She snapped. came in as an adult, basically. He came in as a as a te- as a teenager. But there was a breaking point, bro. If you feel like you're trapped, you're going to break. We're only human. Just I think we I think we should have all took this song "Moo" as a clear example that yes, yeah, she's looking for some clout and validity from what people say, and that that would eventually come and backfire in a couple of years. I think this <laughs> Moo song in, in hindsight. <laughs> I feel like this Moo song. I listened to Moo after I became a fan of Doja Cat. And when I listen to Moo, I realize that this bitch can write. Because if you can make a song based upon being a cow, yeah. and that shit's fire, you have talent. Like that, a fire is a fire because she was just cute. That's fuck with you. She has now, some, that was a good song. It was a good song, though. Even though it's stupid, bro, if you listen to the lyrics, she was spitting about a cow. <sighs> if you say so. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only nigga that like female artists here. No, 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 no. I can literally show you with a Man, text from it. yesterday. I sent the little song to my Moody cousin. Dog? I literally sent the song to my That's cousin. That's my least favorite female artist. No, but her album is fire. Oh, her album is fire, though. I literally sent it to her and said, yo, this bitch is snapped here, though. Bro, every time I be like, yo, Nicki Minaj be spitting, they be like, Nicki, you listen to Nicki Minaj? I be like, Nick, what? Because people... For some reason, the male persona, and I, I blur the lines with this shit. If y'all know me, y'all know that I blur lines. But at the end of the day, it's just like, no. Now, if we're talking about competition, sports and shit like that, I don't believe that, like, you know what? I'm going to skip that. <laughs> I'm going to skip that statement. I'm going to play a little bit of the song. Because I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> this is my shit. Like, this album is fire. Oh, we go to the chorus. This song is really fire. Only like one song by her. No, her album is fire. Who's it? Mooney Long. Oh. Yeah, I don't know this song. Nah. This ain't no R&B shit. This ain't no R&B shit. I'm a thug. No, the song's hard. Her album is hard. Go and check out what's this shit. This might if be her. If you're a singer calling yourself a thug, I don't believe you. Public displays of affection. That's what the album is called. The, that album, and that came out like a couple of years ago. And, and I'm glad. I'm glad that you are. A so fan I listen to artists. female I, artists too, and I appreciate you admitting that. Like, but I, there's a lot of. If there's anything I do, 
If you got, like, I can even pull up like my download. You gotta see my downloads on the before this computer, and you'll see the variety. I listen to everything, right. and I will give everyone a listen on their album. And then if I like it, I'll put it to my actual phone where you will get some streams off me. So, <laughs> um, so you really don't. So, so this is my thing, right? No free streams. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the female art, um, and I think they. I think they make really good music. But you have to look from a perspective that's not your own, and that's what I'm. I'm really good at looking through other lenses. I don't um, like the women artists that act like the niggas. But how are they acting like niggas? It's like the hardcore rap bars. So you don't like Lotto, you don't like... Not uh, like that. See, that's crazy because you got bars. I'd rather like... I'd rather must listen to like... Uh, like soft bitches. I don't want to call them soft. I like R&B artists prefer yeah. to then... The rapping. The rapping, yeah. You don't like... Not, no, no, no. I didn't... R&B <laughs> doesn't mean you're not confident. What? <laughs> you don't like boss bitches. I didn't say that either. I just prefer. I'm just trolling. Yeah, I know. I just prefer them singing, or not even singing. They could be like pop songs compared to them saying "fuck nigga free," fuck like, like I'm cool. Like I'm okay with female rappers, but my preferences are rather R and B over them rapping. That wouldn't mean I'm not gonna listen to them. I listen to the Lottos. I listen to the Niggies. I listen to the Cardis. I listen. I listen to them all, but my preferences are rather. The R&B song. More gentle women. Sure. That's what you want to label them? That's what you, that's what you will label them. I'm going to find today, guys. I'm going to do it, Where do we go from there? We got a couple of things of entertainment left. We got some uh, political stuff to talk about. Uh, Paramount Global has decided not to sell a majority stake in BET uh, Media Group, which okay. comprised of VH1, BET Cable Networks and BET Plus streaming services. Tyler Perry must have seen our video clip. I was like, these niggas right. I'm not doing it. It's either that or it's ask, just a common narrative of like... To ask him for too much. It's not worth that much. It's not even... He was willing to pay it, but it it's like... Three no, billion no, 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 no. was the limit. Yeah, was the three top. billion was the top. He's put in for two. So, I mean, you never give what they're asking for in negotiations. Yeah. So if they if if they weren't able to move him up from two mil, then that means him and his accountant or whoever look at the paperwork not worth it. it not worth They're more not than worth two it. mil. Bill. Yeah. So, two bill, excuse me, yeah. So and he already has twenty five percent, so in his mind he's probably like, Why do I need it more? Yeah. Or <laughs> this could be a, a BET plus is all him basically. Or this could be a, another case of niggas in America. Elaborate. Yeah, what the fuck? What does that Where mean? did that come from? Opportunity is <laughs> <laughs> hard for niggas in America, bro. Elon Musk can buy Twitter, but this nigga can't buy BET. That's weird. That's a big difference. Because wow. one is $44 billion and one is $3 billion. Yeah. Billions are billions. Not when no, 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 Not when no, he no. got more than yeah. a couple of billion. What does he worth? We can look that up. Could he do the $3 billion if he wanted? Yes. Yeah. Although I literally seen a video with uh, Kiki Palmer talking about like the Google Nest uh, network, mm-hmm. she was like, "Don't believe it. It's always wrong." And for tax purposes, I'm gonna say my shit is much lower. <laughs> uh, Tyler Perry Network. So let's just say estimated net worth based off 1.1 billion. So he's he's betting his assets on BET. Basically, 
Although I probably think he has more than that. He more than this thing is a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a substantial portion of his staggering wealth comes from royalties related to his iconic Medea character, earning him seven hundred million alone. It's a good series. It's so good series. yeah, so four hundred million estimated, right? Because they say, you know, give or take. I want to say that's right, but. And I'm sure he could partner with someone to get the other two mil. He's probably lucrative. Yeah, lucrative yeah that's what Elon Musk did. He partnered yeah. with Manu. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I don't have much to say about it <coughs> other than um, people do things for specific reasons. And, um, you know, I understand the Elon Musk thing. Elon Musk is literally trying to, like... I mean, he's literally destroying Twitter. I mean, I he's trying he to turn Twitter into his he, dream. I saw a video from him to, from 1990. He's about to take away the block button, and without the block button, you get kicked off of like the app stores. He probably knows the nigga who creates the rules and regulations. I've been and, seeing though, like people that got a lot of engagement are getting paid. They're getting crazy paid. Mm-hmm. if you if you qualify. Because you, you, you only need Twitter Blue to qualify. Yeah, which is eight dollars a month. That they're trying to force you to give them money, and then they'll push you in the algorithm. Basically, but he's getting—he's paying crazy amounts of money. I've seen people like—I heard somebody. This nigga was like, "I bought my mom a house off of my tweets." Like yeah. this nigga is just tweeting like a regular person, but he's just a popular tweeter, and he's getting like five thousand dollar checks, ten thousand dollar checks. So as of tweeting, as of April twenty twenty three, there are six hundred and forty thousand Twitter blue subscribers. Yeah, how many active right. Twitter users are there? Twenty uh, Twitter has around 450 million monthly active users as of 2023. And then how much people are paying? 640,000? So what percent? Yeah. Not even 1%. Uh, so yeah, that's a substantial amount that's not even paying. I don't know, man. I, I'm not even I'm not even on their level to even understand why these decisions are fucking made, bro. There's a, there's a reason why that deal didn't go through. Even if it was in negotiations, like maybe Tyler Perry was like, fuck it. Y'all playing games? I'm not giving I mean, if falls in Tyler Perry's shoes, I wouldn't do it either. Especially because he has 25% of the app. Where that's where all of his shit already sits. So he's already making money off them without having full ownership or responsibility to grow the business and make but it more was, profitable. But there was value in it as to why he even you know went for it in the first place. But if, yeah. if, if you're going outside of what he's willing to pay, he's just he's a he's a biz once you reach a certain level, you have to become a businessman. And his business mindset was like, Okay, y'all don't wanna evaluate yourselves at the price that I think y'all are worth. And to be honest, we've already discussed that BET, nobody watches that shit anymore, except for unless you're like 60. Last time we talked about when the BET Awards was about to happen. It was like, y'all watch it? I was like, nope. I was like, sorry, Tyler Perry, you shouldn't buy it. Right. (laughs) Niggas is watching Tubi. Tubi for some, it's, Tubi is so like cheaply produced. It's kind of like those movies that are so bad they're funny. That's kind of like what Tubi made their whole business off of. Let's make a movie that is uh, so bad, but it's so cheap to make that we will make money if 10 people watch this shit. <laughs> it's literally... The clips I've been seeing are so bad. So crazy. They're so bad. But millions upon millions of people are watching, watching it. And I don't get it. 
And, and it comes with v- Viacom shit, so it comes with VH1. And oh, Tubi comes with that? No, no, no. Uh, BT. Okay, BT. So yeah. it's like you're buying Viacom. Yeah. So it's kind of like. It's worth it. But at the same time. Two billion. You never. Three you, billion dollars worth it, maybe not. You never pay asking price. No. Because you Paramount, negotiate. If it, if it was worth it, Paramount would keep it. Exactly. <laughs> if it's sold. Profitable, why don't you guys keep it and yeah. make more money at it? I'm not, if you guys give it three, I'm gonna give you two. Yeah. And if, if you, you two, and if I'm it's, gonna give, I'm gonna give you 500k. Or you say, oh, let's, let's meet in the middle, 2.5. If yeah. you believe it, you're proud of But they, they, yeah. They're going to give it up eventually. eventually, but it's not gonna be for that three million. No. It's gonna go down to like one point something. Yeah. They're gonna lose lots of money on it. I think that was a good decision, man. Yeah, he'll probably scoop it up when it drops down to like one something. When they're dying together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Orr, the person from the movie The Blind Side, oh, the movie. Uh, is uh, good story. Uh, the Blind Side with Sandra Bullock has come out and says he was tricked into a conservative ship. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? If you guys remember that movie, he's a football player to where he was like brought into that uh, white yeah. family called, oh, I have their name here. The Orr's. No, their name is called the Tui. T-U-A-T-U-O-H-Y. Tui? Tui family? Whatever. They basically brought him in when he was about to blow up as a star. He was like homeless and have a family. They brought him in and basically took care of him. Then... I guess now he's realizing he was actually in a conservatorship like all this time. The movie came out, Yoli. He didn't make any money from it. It went to like the rich, their family made like 150 mil off it. He didn't get anything of it. Uh, what's your thought? We've been seeing conservatorship a lot over the last couple of years. Uh, what's your thoughts on the situation, Jamal? Uh, um, it's unfortunate because. I love Sandra Bullock as his mom in the movie. Yeah. So good. The movie was so good. Did you see that Twitter was saying she should return to Oscar? No, fuck that. No, yeah, fuck that. that. She's it's not, not her fault. It's not her fault. Yeah, She's not the person. Yeah, we thought... We, she acted. She thought, <laughs> we thought it was a good story. The fuck? She probably was eating a bag of chips and was like, oh my god. I cannot believe that these niggas yeah. had a conservative shit. Like, at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to blame any of the actors for what happened. No, I have nothing um, to do with them. At the end of the day, there's a lot of predatory people here yeah. in America, especially. Especially whoa, when it comes whoa, to, whoa, like... Whoa, 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 All right, so they're stopping me. All right. No, he's no, stopping no. That's not what you're about to do. You're he's about stopping to take me straight to the... You were. <laughs> I mean, if Connor Reddy is there, he's but black, this, she's it, white, they're white. Whoa! I drive down the street and I'm seeing. You know what? I'm not even talking about religion. The proof is in the pudding. It's, it's in the pudding. It's they're literally there. the history of America. So, like, anytime that there's an opportunity to make money off of a situation, and you have and you have the power to be. Go ahead. No, I'm just. Saying, I, 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 I'm, I'm I just saw. saying. ISO. <laughs> That's fine. I can do an ISO. So at the end of the day, like, at the end of the day, like, it's not surprising. That's all I'm trying to say. It's not surprising that there is somebody who sees an opportunity and 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 uses power, politics, uh, 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 um, uh, rules and regulations, all that type of shit. They they understand life more than us because we're at a disadvantage. 
they were doing this shit way longer than we have. Like, and and to take it even deeper, like even with this whole land shit and just owning everything in America, they 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 stole all that shit and then said, okay, now you can buy it from us. Okay. So at the end of the day, like that's just kind of like how they're doing. Like they understand how this shit works, and because they were understand how it works. He was able to be taken advantage of. I'm not gonna okay. blame the actors. I see how you got a full circle finally. You see what I'm saying? Okay. It took a while, but you got there. So, I, so at the end of the day, it's just like you know, it's not surprising that stuff like this takes place in America. Yeah. And when I saw this story, I was like, damn, this is an unfortunate event because yeah, you know, they're creating this story where they're the reason, the opportunity. Oh, if it wasn't for us, yeah. he wouldn't be who he was today. But at the end of the day, they they're trained to see opportunity. And they invest earlier than anybody else. So, so you think? To. So based on what you're saying, you think that the two two Y two A family, they saw a young talented black man who was homeless at the time, mm-hmm. who brought him in and used him and took advantage of his talents to and he didn't seek even have, financial. And, and based upon the story, he really didn't even have necessarily necessarily talent. Like, say for instance, if if there was somebody who needed help and they were like seven foot. And you're like, okay, I can take this nigga in and make him a basketball player. That make us rich. Yeah. Like it's literally the pre-planning that goes into like executing a plan. Okay. And they're taught to pre-plan and see things before other people are able to see them and execute them before they're able to take advantage of their own assets. You okay. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm not going to blame Sandra Bullock for playing a role. I'm not going to blame anything like that. But I do believe that he should take the information that he's gotten and sue. Like there has to be some type of lawsuit. No, he has. She had, they had conservatorship. So, so I'll, I'll ask some next steps because the story is kind of interesting, right? So, in 2020, 2020, uh, 2011, he actually seems to have acknowledged that he was in a conservatorship in his book. Oh wow! Well. So, I'll, let me see. I think there's an episode in here. Let me just double check. Uh, like he acknowledged there was a conservatorship. Let me pull it up. Uh, kind of felt like a formality as part of uh, as I've been part of the family for more than a year at that point. Since I was already over the age of 18 and considered an adult by the state of Tennessee, Sean and Leanne would be named as my legal conservators. Uh, Michael continued, They explained to me that it means pretty much the exact same thing as adoptive parents, that the laws were just written in a way that took my age into account. Honestly, I don't care what it's called. I was just happy that no one could argue that we weren't legally what we... Uh, already knew we were we were a family but that's literally the industry in a whole like there's a lot of people who sign these deals even fucking music like a lot of people sign deals and they don't understand the language like that's why you have to be knowledgeable in what you're doing like just because they explained it a certain way you signed the fucking dollar somebody you you were over the age of 18 so you had something to do with it and even if they explained it to you as being a family it's up to the individual to read the paperwork and to understand what they're getting themselves into yeah. to not be victimized by it. That's why there's a lot of people who sign these record deals or these label deals or whatever the case may be, and they're fucked. And the reason why they're fucked is because they're so like, oh man, I can't focus wait. On the deal, they're focused on the, the end goal yeah. and the money, and they're not really seeing on the end game what's what they're signing up because for. they're not. They don't. They wasn't given the tools, and they were for hundreds of years before we was even given the privilege to be who we are today. So it's been, it's a common narrative throughout American history. There's always going to be um, a minority that's taken advantage of based upon the rules and regulations that they understand that we don't. And that's why a lot of things are changing right now in modern day history is because we're doing the research before we even get into a deal. 
Fair enough. Tomb Raider not getting taken advantage of. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. What's your thoughts on that, Jamal? Um, or you're gonna get fucked. That conservative shit has been rampant over the last. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of that big story was Britney, right? No, it was Britney's, and then it was Amanda Bynes from our growing up, the Nickelodeon show. She's still in a conservative shit. She's fighting it, Uh, and then we hear of Michael Ors. Because when you're in a conservative shit, the person in the conservative, you don't have control of your your finances. finances, so they're controlling his money. Yeah, and. Giving him an allowance and shit. If that. I, I, if that. I don't know. Because they could be just taking off the top. And be I, like, this is for us. And he doesn't control his finances. So it's anyway... Who's this? Liberty. Oh, Liv. What up, Liberty? What, what a Liberty? So hold on. I was about to look up a search. Uh, no one should shine anything they don't understand. If they aren't able to understand it at all, that they should hire an attorney. That is completely true. But it also was a common knowledge. Like, I'm, there are so many people who are victimized by just not understanding contracts. Like, even in, in a lot of contracts, like, in perpetuity means forever and always. Yeah. <laughs> they own your likeness. They own everything about you. So there's a lot of great artists that lost their they're fame because they signed these deals that they didn't understand because of, of it's like the, um, what is that ideology? Like the carrot in front of the horse. The horse is so focused on the carrot. You're gonna keep going. That they're just gonna keep going towards the carrot even though they're not seeing but in their peripherals what's going on. Industry standards are industry standards. Like if you don't um, sign it, then you might just be <laughs> wherever you are right now. But there's other opportunities though, like that. That I'm. That's for like deals. I'm talking about conservatorships or the whole other beast. Because that's appointed by a judge. Yeah, and I don't know what it takes to be a conservatorship. Because no way, people that are in conservatorships had their own lawyers. You have to prove it. that that person isn't cognizant enough to make their own decisions. So it's the okay. family made three hundred and fifty thousand dollars from the Blind Side movie. And how much did he make? He probably didn't make shit. I don't think they gave anything to him <laughs> based off this hard old <laughs> I think he, I think the family sold that story. The story. Yeah. That's tough. That's they didn't tough. Get paid at no point, at no point did the two easy for Michael that they would have ultimate control over all his contracts as a result. Uh, Michael did not understand that if the conservatorship was granted, he was signing away his right to contract for himself in his lawsuit. But he had to be a part of it, which means he didn't do his due diligence, which yeah. is sad. And it, it, I will say that uh, actually as of this uh, couple of days ago, the Tweed family seeks to end the conservatorship. So, Oh, so now they feel like they're giving this nigga yeah. a reprieve after using him for so many years. That's good, though. That's uh, Liberty says someone who agrees to something they don't understand has no one else to blame but themselves. An artist who agrees to something and then later says he or she is a victim is just trying to blame someone else for his or her mistake. I agree to that. But, but the concern... Okay. But it's the ignorance that has been placed in society. Concern, in no, we, we have all agreed to something or done something we shouldn't have, but that doesn't mean we're victims. Conservatorship is something totally different, Signing a contract means it's like it's legally binding. Yeah, but two people are agreed to terms. They're agreed to terms. Conservatorship is none of that shit. 
it's, 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 it's legitimately one like person has control. Fit. Yeah, proved you're unfit, and because of that, they get signed into a conservatorship. Yeah, there was like a whole scam going on where people was just going into old people's like yeah shit and being like they're not able to take care of themselves, so I'm going to be their conservator. And I'm gonna manage their funds, and they mismanage the fuck out of their <laughs> shit, stealing from them and all types of shit. So, like, I mean, at the end of the day, the conservatorship is different from contracts because conservatorship is usually granted yeah. to a party. Um, but at the end of the day, like, it, I feel like that's a plague amongst, you know, our particular African American society. You know what? I'm getting very racial with this podcast, and that's okay. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's a plague. Like, there's a lot of ignorance that has been um, introduced to our population. And like I said, the, ho- the the carrot in front of the horse, like, we we see an out for our lineage and our generations. And we're like, okay, they're, they're putting this money on the table and I'm going to eat that money. But I didn't read the fine print. And the yeah. fine print is where you get fucked up. And Interest so rates are 39.8%. Which is where I got <laughs> fucked up. Well, we ain't going to talk about that. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, um, we have to learn from each other's mistakes. And if you're ever in a situation to where somebody's asking you to sign something, you have to do your due diligence or you're opening yourself up to, to being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a lawyer and you can't afford a lawyer, the information that lawyers have is online. Be your own lawyer. Go out, get the information and protect yourself before you sign it. Because if you're talented, you're talented. Somebody else will seize the opportunity. Don't sign it. Don't fucking sign it. Like, there was this one contract that one of my cousins was like, I want you to read this contract. I was like, motherfucker, do you see this line right here? This line means that they fucking own your likeness forever, ever, and amen. Perpetuity. Forever. And when, now, and when now you die, I own you, bro. So they can literally use your likeness in whatever that they're doing to generate income, and you're not entitled to any of it. So you have to look at the, you have to, lawyer, what did, what did Hope say you need? You need a, 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 a doctor, a and, a doctor and a lawyer. Or retainer. Your own doctor. Your that own you lawyer. trust. Yeah. Because people will fuck you if you allow them. Fair enough. Um, no lube. No lube. Uh, let's see. Alec Baldwin could face new charges in a rush shooting after a oh. second analysis suggests that he pulled the trigger. Who? Alex Baldwin and that uh, case on the... He pulled the trigger! says he yeah, pulled the trigger. Yeah, of course he pulled the trigger. So the first case said he didn't pull the trigger. That's why he got off. But the second analysis is coming back that he pulled the trigger. But how would he get shot if he didn't pull the trigger? Because they say that... Remember, he said that it just went off. He said a gun can just that's, that's what that was, his, that was his base. No, because most guns need at least four pounds of pressure to be... Alright, so let, let's see what's going on here. Alec Baldwin could face new charges in the Rust shooting after a second analysis uh, suggests he pulled the trigger. Uh, despite his denial, the onset incident led to the October 2021, 2021 death of uh, Halnia Hutchins and the injury of Joel Souza. Uh, in, in April, involuntary manslaughter, in, involuntary manslaughter charges were brought uh, to Alec Baldwin due to suspicion of firearm modification causing malfunction that's what it was so they modified the gun uh prosecutors carl t morrissey and jcj louis ordered a new analysis of the gun which the latest report dated august 2nd which confirmed no alterations were made so it's a regular gun uh firearm specialist lucian c hag and forensic science (laughs) 
uh, consultant Michael G. Hag examined the Colt uh, 45 prop revolver bullets and film footage. After replacing damaged gun parts that were identified during FBI analysis, the experts confirmed that the gun functioned as intended. Although Alec Baldwin repeatedly denied pulling the trigger, giving the test findings and observations reported here, the trigger had to be pulled or depressed sufficiently to release the fully cocked or retracted hammer of the evidence revolver. Uh, from the from an examination of the fire cartridge case and operationally restored uh, evidence revolver, this fatal incident was a consequence of the hammer being manually retracted to its fully re rearward and caught position, followed at some point by the pull or rearward depression of the trigger. The report contained video frames of Baldwin on set dressed in Western clothing uh, inside a mock church. Hank said one frame showed him pulling back the silver-hued hammer of the lengthy barreled revolver with his right index finger pushing, uh, positioned on or close to the trigger. Two other frames showed Baldwin's right index finger inside the trigger guard and either on or near the trigger. But it should be a fake gun, Liberty. Like, why are you using a real gun? Why the fuck are you using a real gun? Oh, so let me let me read his statements we actually so they can know what we're talking about. Uh, so Liberty Twitcher says uh, Alec Baldwin po- uh, pointed a gun at a loaded gun at someone and killed her. Of course, he could be at fault. Mistake, yes, but he was careless nonetheless. Uh, just because he's a rich actor doesn't mean he doesn't make mistakes and he shouldn't be held accountable. I ain't no gun expert, but it's my understanding that guns fire when the trigger is pulled. Okay. So this is the thing about guns, right? And, so, this, so, and I've, learned, so kill I've learned this the hard way. Thank, people God, people. thank God I was not pointing shit at nobody. But at the end of the day, like, it... Guns are made for you to pull the trigger and that bitch to fire. Mm-hmm. And now certain guns have different pressure points. Like, so if, if it's a Glock, you have to have four point something pounds, pounds of pressure, meaning intentional pulling of the trigger yeah. in order for that bullet to be released, right? And it's up to the it's up to the person holding the gun. I don't care if you're on set. I don't care if you're in the street. I don't care if you're defending your family. It's your responsibility to know the condition of that gun. Is there a bullet in the chamber? Is it loaded? Do you have bullets That's in the magazine? It's, it's literally something that you're like, in order for you to get your concealed you're license, trained you're, on you're, that. You, you have to know these rules. Trained. Yeah, I mean, shit. Let's make sure they know there's quotations around that trade. Right, and if, you're not, <laughs> and if you're not trained, you shouldn't be handling the gun. So the first thing that you do, even if you're on set and there's somebody else responsible, if somebody handed me a metal gun, and at first I'm gonna think it's a prop, even if I'm an actor, I'm gonna be like, oh, but I'm gonna look in the but chamber. If I, if I hold a gun, and sure I'm like, loaded. oh shit, I'm gonna be like, oh, empty the clip. I'm like, okay, sure there's a bullet in this motherfucker. Yeah, there should like, hey, excuse me, there's a bullet no. in here. If I'm an actor, I don't, I don't. You're gonna trust the prop person. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, and they hold they, they hand you. Especially when I'm in Hollywood and I never touched a gun but before. I'm nigga, this nigga like, touched a gun before. Let's stop. How old is Alec Baldwin? He's in he's his like, 60s, 70s. Yeah. I touched my first gun at 16. He probably, he's been an actor all his life. And he ain't never hold a pistol before. Well, he's never had to. So if you, if, if I handed you. This is this is. So if I handed you a metal gun and, comes, and you and you hit feel the weight, you're comes, like, this is a real fucking. This is a real he fucking comes gun. Comes from a family of actors. The Baldwin's are 
Hollywood royalty. They never had to duck, be broke. Yeah. So you feel Shoot like shit. so no Baldwin have <laughs> e- has ever held a pistol before. Uh, maybe maybe his great 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 grandfather. This nigga tells. This nigga have first of all, if if you are handed if I if if somebody handed me some shit that felt like plastic, I would know. Okay, this is fake. But if anybody feel me, like wait. It, 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 so, like so because you said that Aubrey Will Liberty just said He said it happened to me Someone handed me a gun to look at And I assumed it wasn't loaded And I pointed it at the wall And it fired It was loaded I Liberty was why are you saying that in the chat but he, but he said I didn't blame it on the person Who handed me the gun But I said they should at least told you It was loaded or yeah, not, not, not gun safety. That's the basic station. Here's my gun. There's a bullet in the chamber. Don't fucking shoot. No, that's not his. That's not the person's responsibility. So I was in the well, same. Situation. I was in the same situation as Liberty. Since we're since we're talking about stories. Yeah. Uh oh. I was handed. Hey, hey, no, no, hey. I didn't kill the guy. No shit. But but I was handed a gun. I was handed a gun. It was a real gun. I ignorantly assumed that the gun was not loaded. Uh huh. And I was like, ha, pow, shot a fucking hole through the wall. Thank God I didn't point it at nobody on some play play shit because yes. I was young. Like, I was really young and yeah. I knew it was a real gun. And I, and I, but I didn't assume that it was loaded because we were, we literally was comparing and contrasting guns. We were just like, oh, that's a nice gun. That's a nice gun. I didn't know that it was loaded. So my dumb ass, not being ignorant towards firepower, assumed that it was not loaded, pulled the trigger, shot a hole through this nigga's wall. Yeah. Thank God, I Thank God I didn't shoot it at somebody, but yeah. at the end of the day, I hit him through do, the wall. What do you I mean? I didn't do my due diligence to Fizzle ensure. I didn't do my due diligence to ensure that the gun was not loaded, and Fizzle. that could have been my. That could have been the rest of my fucking life behind bars. You see what I'm saying? So regardless of if you're handling a deadly weapon, is even if even if I don't tell you that it's loaded. Due diligence. Check it yourself. Make sure that it's not loaded because yeah. it could be to someone else's detriment if you point it at somebody life and shoot it. Could be on the line. And like in his case, example. he killed somebody. He because killed somebody and hurt the person next to him. And because he didn't, he didn't do his due diligence. He trusted the person that gave him the right. gun and didn't do his due diligence. You don't diligence play with. You don't fucking check. play with guns. You don't play with guns because you can kill somebody. So Liberty, I was in the same situation as you, and thank God I pointed it at a wall instead of instead of one of my homies. Cause we was literally passing guns back and forth like that shit was a game, and I never did that shit again. So that would have been my fault if I would have killed somebody that day. Yeah. Period. Uh, Liberty says there was someone on the other side of the wall that he shot as well. Uh, he'll never forget the look on their on her face. Uh, Fizzle Gig says there's a reason that they have rules about right. that in the military, uh, and that's why they have firearm training classes. But those classes just kind of be like, here's the basics, here, sign this paperwork. Get the, oh, get you need to do the same uh, training as, uh, what's my man, John Wick. Oh, he, oh my God. He be out, he like, bah, 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 shotgun, boom, he be going crazy. You have to be fully cognizant, like, I, my gun, I'm fully aware of the position that it's in 24-7. Yeah. And even if I'm not. I check. I I'm, I have OCD over that shit now. Like I'm always checking my gun to see what condition is in. I can know that there's not a bullet in the chamber, but I still check just because of that one day, bro. Some scary shit. 
Yeah, yeah man. And he deserves to be penalized at the front. No, yes. he does. That's what we got to come back to. He deserves he took, to be penalized. He took a life. Even if it was by mistake, and a life was taken. It's got to be on it that person gotta, that loaded it. It should be blanks in it. So, say for instance, right? We are all three sitting here. Whoa, we're not actors. We're not act. It doesn't matter if you're, you're an actor my or not. Spe- you're my special effects person. That's the only person. Right. We can, that's the only way we can. You're the devil's advocate. We have to we have to put limits on this. See, Fizzle says that Alec Baldwin needs to be in jail. He took oh! a life. Because he, he, took did, a he life. did not ensure once he was handed a real gun, it was his obligation to make also, sure that it wasn't how a real gun. Also because of the weight. Also you know a real gun. Gun. Rip the weight. Nigga, have you ever been handed a gun before? Yeah. That, that meant no. Have you, you never held a gun before? No. Stop playing with me. You never held a bookie? Never. Go give him Stop the it. Go get Stop the blicky. No, no. Give it to him on air. No, 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 I, I live in a black, uh, middle class class. <laughs> we don't all hold guns, okay? Just some of us. Oh, the ones that choose to. There's a choice. And when you make that choice to put that gun in your hand, it's your responsibility to make sure it's not loaded before you point it at somebody. If, or if you hand no, it to someone else, you let someone them else know. Is that their the responsibility? For, if someone else handed me the gun and no. I'm at work... And my, and my job is to hold the gun. Is it and my fault it if goes If you're going to point a real gun at somebody and pull the trigger, yes, it's your responsibility. I think it's a prop gun. That's your fault for thinking. That's your fault for thinking. You shouldn't have thought. It's the person's fault who gave them the gun because their job is to make no, sure they them. should go to murder. Or it's no, a it's blank. Not. The murder is on them. Either no, it's, it's a blank or it's no, not it's supposed not. to have a real bullet in there. The chat and is getting chatty. No, it's not. And it's his fault because he actually pulled the trigger <laughs> and there was a bullet in there. So guess what? You still, although it was accidental murder, someone still lost life. What, it's what, not. It's what would not. that go to? Manslaughter instead of? Yeah, that's what he said. They get manslaughter. And you reckless endangerment. Car is different. Manslaughter and reckless endangerment. I, man, I completely agree with my that. My man didn't give me his car to. to and you to go to jail. The prop guy. The prop guy is and not responsible. The prop person definitely gets some responsibility in this, but they don't probably get as much jail time. Liberty, help me out here. Liberty's not gonna fucking help you. You need a lifeline. I need a lifeline. Nah, Liberty. Yup, that chick had people Talking popping off live rounds after the filming of that song record. That and there was real bullets in there and it was actually like shooting like they were black and shit. Wait, 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 so wait, they should have checked it like, oh, this is a gun you guys were just using? Let me make sure there's nothing in this bitch. No. Why is that the actor's fault? Because Someone they pulled the trigger. Someone handed me the gun. And they pulled the trigger for a scene that they didn't need to pull And the they're trigger. responsible of killing somebody. Wait, what? Uh, you need to pull the trigger the for the special effects to show the no, blast no, no, the, out. The scene called for me to pull the trigger. No, the scene called for you to hold the gun to their face, no. and then they could put the special effects. He wasn't in the just sh- the actor; he was the producer. And yes. everybody said, "I and can't help you at work or not. You're the guy holding the fucking and gun." I'm asking you for help. There we go. No, I told you Liberty you wasn't going to help you. You know what, Liberty? Me and Liberty are like this. 
And the insurance of the movie is in his name. Yeah. Yeah, get mad over there. You lost. <laughs> I know not to hand you my shit. I, I think he needs to. I can't hand you he, my He guy. deserves some blame. And if he, he probably deserves some jail time for that. He'll be beat forever. Even if it was LOL. Even if it was accidental, he still took a life and someone has to pay for the life. What? But what? Even if it was accidental, manslaughter is better than. What's above manslaughter? Murder. Murder. So, murder is intentional. <laughs> manslaughter is accidental. So it was accidental. And, and I do believe he deserves manslaughter. Like, I don't believe that he meant to kill so, this so woman. So take your... How much years he get? Was that California? Like 25 years. Manslaughter. You should have checked the fucking oh, wait. chamber. Maybe not. Manslaughter. Sentence. California. <laughs> there you go. Man. Oh, that's not bad. Three to three, six or eleven years in state prison, and That's a fine up to and a fine up to ten thousand dollars. He'll probably get he'll he probably get like three. Why? Because he's no. Caucasian and a producer. He no, needs to go to jail. And he's a he's, he's not gonna he's not gonna go to jail. You don't think he goes to jail? Hell no. He, they might give him ten years probation. He's a Trump of acting, which is prob which is Trump's going to jail. You think so? Absolutely. Yeah. 94, 94 convictions, I mean, 94 uh, charges. Felonies? Yeah. <laughs> Something got to stick to the motherfucker. Yeah. At least one. Uh, both Alec and Armour needs to be in jail. I don't need to see this bitch killing two people and spending his vacation in Tahiti. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in Tahiti after they fix the... Sell an eighth of weed in South fire. Carolina, you get 10 years. Good eighth. Need that. Need that. Rapper weed. Yeah, that's expensive as hell out there. If I'm risking 10 years, that shit gonna be a nigga. Alright, well, since we we tiptoed around, we just talked about the big Mr. Donald Trump. You don't even put a Mr. in front of his fucking name. (laughs) Wait, you want me to put president? No, nigga. Trump. Trump? From a mirror. (laughs) His indictment came down in Georgia finally from the week, right? Mm -hmm. So. Uh, for the Georgia election fraud, uh, there's a bunch of stuff that kind of trickles down for this, and I kind of just like kind of hashed it all out. So I just kind of give everything, and you guys can just break this whole shit down. Uh, so one thing here, uh, Donald Trump, he says he will prove it uh, with he has proof to say he did it steal the election. Uh, we kind of talk about that here. I mean, he didn't steal it; he was unsuccessful. As <laughs> fuck. Uh, at large, I'll already say. This shit is crazy. And this is what he said on what's that shit? Truth Social? Truth Social. Uh, a, large, a large complex detailed but irrefutable report on the presidential election <gasps> fraud which took place in Georgia is almost complete and will be pre- will be presented by me at a major news conference at 11 a.m. on Monday uh, next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Based on the results of this conclusive report, all charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be a complete exoneration. They were not. Ne- they never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that that fought to find the riggers. And I don't like that last word. Way too close to the end word. <laughs> uh, what happened here? Uh, well, we're gonna talk about Vishami in a second. He been all over the news this week. Uh, he made Vishami as a president because he got good foundations. Trump's um, not getting any type of office. And if you make Trump VP, so he get all. He's not uh, let's wait for, for for Jamal to come back to react to that because that might be, but but like I don't think Trump will ever take a VP. He's too he's too uh, cocky. 
Yeah, to be second fiddle. I don't ever see Trump. If he's not president, he ain't, he ain't running. No, I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's what Trump said. Said he's gonna find proof for it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, a former Kanye West and R. Kelly publicist, Tra- Travion Cuddy, is also charged in the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to move this whole thing to federal court now. Yeah. Uh, and Trump supporters posted the names and addresses of all the grand jurors online. Yeah. So it's been a messy week already, and it just started here in Georgia. Georgia. That's why we know. Uh, what's your thoughts uh, about this whole case? His his fourth federal indictment, ninety six charge. Uh, what's your thoughts on the whole situation? We'll start with our political commentator Jamal. So when this shit, so this shit has been weird, right? This whole week has been a crazy, has been a crazy shit show. So before the indictments came out, there was like fake tweets, like fake announcements. One announcement that came out was like, all the all the charges have been dropped. Yeah. And then because he's trying to move it federally and other some federal no, shit. No, the 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 court the court said there's there's not going to be any charges. And then like few um few hours later. Uh, that got repulled. That got pulled. Mm-hmm. They came down with the charges. Um, what he's trying to do is move it to federal court. So when he become, if he becomes president, he can just pardon himself. Pardon himself. But this, that's not happening. So this, the thing about it is, even if, so that was his first play. Yeah. They didn't allow it to move up federally, right? Because he, it's already busy federally. Mm-hmm. So the next thing he did was move it to like 2026. After the election or presidency. Yeah, but the thing about it is state court is totally different from federal court. He won't have he won't have the power to pardon himself. Not at the state level. Not at the state level. So he could legitimately be president behind bars. Yeah. And who knows how that works. I don't think we will elect the, I won't say that the country have done some other shit. Uh, this nigga said Democrats are inbred. Are inbred? Inbred. Like we fuck each other. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me read this. <laughs> okay. I'll let so, you, you handle. So you, you I continue. mean, I mean, Kennedys. There's a lot of Kennedys, <laughs> but um, anyway. <laughs> Just, just listen to me. Just wait a second. Yeah. Here's my point. Anyway. Pelosi's. He won't stop. Do something. Anyway. Anyway. So this this whole thing has been weird as hell. Um, it's not only Trump. It's like a lot. It's like eighteen. It's people. like eighteen people within the state of Georgia. Giuliani, Giuliani. That's why it's a Rico. Yes, eighteen people. Yeah. Did you know that Giuliani had something to do with oxycotton? I wouldn't be. Like he literally got Purdue off when it comes to. I wouldn't be surprised, but the thing about Giuliani that's very interesting is he is just as as much political, Mm -hmm. uh, not political, but just as many like lawsuits. As fucking Trump is, yeah. yeah. So he's screwed. He's screwed. So the two, the two, um, 
workers that worked in uh, Fulton County during the election, yeah, they're suing him. There's like Dominion is suing him. Yeah, like he's in so many cases by being his road dog and trying to be no, no, because he's the voice. So and he Dominion, was yeah. and he was his lawyer at one point. Yes, and he, and that's what that's his argument. I was the lawyer. I was defending him. Um, but at the same time, like he he already put a statement out. Like yeah, I said that. So they're gonna use that against him. So he's in sought so much like lost. He's in some shit. He's in so much shit that if he if he um settles in one case, they're gonna use it in another, in another case. case. Yeah. So it, he like dominoes. Trump might escape it. He has no chance. Yeah, yeah. He has he no is, chance of being president no a chance. part of himself. Yeah. He has no chance to escape. So he's just in court now. Bro, he's he already said that he's he's uh bankrupt. He's selling his um apartment in Manhattan because he's in so much legal debt. I think mm-hmm. his six million dollar uh, apartment in Manhattan, he's selling that. Like he's in so much problem. And that's Giuliani. Yeah, that's Giuliani. It's, he's in so much political problems because of this Trump shit that he's cooked. There's no way around his. And I think there's no way around Trump. See, Trump has to Since win. he has a, a debt of up to a million dollars stemming from spewing lies about the supposed election yes. fraud and an effort to overturn the 2020 D- election. This Domin- was three days ago. Dominion is already killing he begged, people. He begged Trump for cash to pay ballooning fees as his yeah. legal Trump ways. Trump's not going to do that. Nah, he's going to leave him up and die. He's cooked. And he's in this Rico. So, He's in the Rico. So even if he turns state witness, that might his, save him. His, his, no, they're not going to want him as a witness because... They already got him. They already got his statements and they already know what he did. So it's like, bro, you, you don't serve a purpose for us. There's nothing you can give us that we don't already have. We don't really know. <laughs> you already pressured these... These women in Fulton County are suing you already. So we already know your your statements there, and his statements was yeah, I lied. Yeah. That's it. That's so it for the Rico. Lie already. That's it for the Rico. That's it for Dominion. Dominion won against Fox News. Like he's he's absolutely and lost. I mean, they settled, but he's absolutely. And this is the thing about the Rico. No, no, no. Yeah, they settled. They but settled. Domi- but Dominion is suing everybody yeah. that said anything it, yeah. crazy against it. Which they should. But this is the thing about the Rico case, in my opinion, right? So Trump has 94 indictments over the span of what four different criminal cases, yeah. right? And in my opinion, like to, to beat all 94 would be like some like I don't know. He he would have to be like blessed by a higher power. But with this Rico case in Georgia, I feel like this is the most important case because not only is it a Rico case, but imagine having 18 motherfuckers associated with you. And based upon what you say or what you don't say, you can literally do time for supporting this guy, Trump. I believe that they're gonna be able to flip a lot of these 18 people to save their own asses to give damning evidence against Trump. It's yeah, 18 gonna... people, right? All 18 people aren't loyal. And and George's Rico statue is a lot wider. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a lot more broader than the federal Rico charge. Is that why they're probably trying to take it federally? Because it's a more in-depth report than... It's easier to build a RICO. 
Um, than to take it federally. To take it federally. And it gives him more outs federally. Yeah, it gives him more outs, and if he becomes president, he can get, get rid, rid of it. it. Um, Keeping it statewide gives some type of protection. Yeah, yeah and you already But he can still be president with that charge. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Because He's still going to have jail time, and that is going to be a constitutional mess. Period. I think... One thing I was thinking They can't of, let this guy be I think I think if he does get convicted of something, Biden and Biden wins, Biden is probably going to have to like pardon him. You're on that same shit from six months ago. You think Biden Biden pardoned He's Trump? not pardoning it. It's too much it, it's I don't it's see that a, happening. But you said con- this you said this it's, before he got on the indictment. And then he got the indictments. You have to condemn this type of behavior or else we're gonna have another crime. Worse. It's not condemned unless he actually gets penalized for it. It's if too, you, if you, so, so say for instance, bro, right? Oh, no, you're no, legitimate a state. A, no, a state. No, it's more than just a state. He bro. has federal crimes, bro. Bro, this is exactly what happened during the Civil War. Okay, like and it can happen again. That's fine. Rights. That shit can happen again. We're ready. Who's ready? Nigga, me. Nigga, me. You have one pistol. Do I? How much ammo you got? Yeah. But it's not even about that, bro. Like, I, I'm gonna always, I'm gonna always be for condemning past presidents, and regardless of Panda. what the opinion, regardless of what the opinion is, this is my thing, right? At the end of the day, if you allow for this guy to get away scot free. That's going to breed other Trump-like-minded people to be able to be president and to do exactly what he tried to do yeah. and to try to get away with it. Because what's so, up the next president so from in, themselves? So in, in the response to, to Wrong Panda, thanks for stopping in, Wrong Panda, do you think there's a plea deal that could, is, is out there for him? Because if he doesn't get any consequences for this like you were saying mm-hmm. there's someone else that's gonna take this a step and do it better further and learn from trump's mistakes so, no, so see, is there a plea deal or before we get to that we also have to think about now it allows states to try presidents presidents it, it legitimately but at the all... end of the shit at, at the end of biden shit someone's gonna come they're trying like, to they're trying to do trying to get him impeached out, trying to do like impeachment. Well, impeachment, impeachment is fine, but we're talking about federal like, charges. We're talking about charges, charges. But what charges that could you they, put they could probably say some stupid shit like you're opening the border, uh, you're spreading fentanyl. They could put him into a Rico to where it could be like he's. You were in involved, but you're the He's head. allowing fentanyl across the border, so in in essence, they can put him as, as a the hugest drug dealer that's ever been tried. Wrong, wrong. Panda says he avoids a trial in exchange for leaving politics, and that's fair because that shit happens in America all the fucking time. Like, in lieu, like they will let this nigga go scot free in lieu of being a politician. I like see. as long as he gives it the fuck up. They will ease off of his back, but they don't want him in politics anymore. That's why they got their photo in Fizzle the says two things. Just want to keep up with the chat. Uh, first, he says we should honestly be more concerned about China and Russia invading uh, America. Uh, don't think that's a big issue right now. Uh, Russia's barely surviving Ukraine. And then Fizzle also says Biden should already be in jail for RICO charges. For what? In what way? Elaborate, and we can talk about it. Is it Hunter? Um, talk about Hunter. See, I don't think Hunter, I don't think Hunter Biden should affect 
president. They, they're trying to connect like what his son fucking did in Ukraine to what what President Biden is doing. See what Rico That is exactly why you can't just try they're, they're like, oh he's sending all his money to Ukraine with his son's political dealings. We went against Fizzle's candidate, Fizzle's like, any other money is gonna come around, we're going after him. Like, bro, this is why presidents gotta kinda protect each other. Trump will never see the inside of a jail. I, I'm more so in agreement with that part. But will he give up politics? I think he's going to keep on running until he dies because he needs to part himself of all this shit. Because uh, it's hurting his, his other... What other businesses does he have? Now, no one's doing business with Trump at this point. So... This is a power game. It's a power game. That's why he was meeting with Kim Jong-un. That's why he was fucking Vladimir Putin's best friend. Like, at the end of the day, Trump's endgame was always to win the game. Of authoritarianism or whatever the fuck you call it or whatever this may be, like Trump has a hard on for control and power, and we saw this during his last election. The only thing that he didn't do, which he probably should have done, was pardon himself in the first fucking um, election. But he felt like that was going to do bad on his numbers. If he pardoned himself, he would have made himself seem like a criminal, whatever the case may be. Phase two of becoming dictator of America was earning a second term to where he can pardon himself and then. And that all types of shit. Like, if he gets he, back in, then yes, he's that's where he's going. Then go America up. changes a, a little bit. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like I do believe that you're supposed to prosecute past presidents. Oh no! Because it'll go to hold them to a standard. Uh, let's this see. never happened before. That's the standard. Let me catch up. Where are we at? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Trump's bro. game was to be the top dog. Yeah, that's why he'll never be VP. He's not going to take VP. He's either president or nothing. He's in it for the laws. He's in it to not go to jail. And he he wholeheartedly believes he has an army to fight for him. Yeah. He has an army. He does. The Proud Boys. Isn't one of the Proud Boys? No, one of the Proud Boys are literally on the run right now because he's like, his sentencing. I've literally saw it. Right. I do understand that, but I do believe that Trump has a following and he believes that his following is his army. Like he's willing he to mi- use his the Proud Boy misses sentencing and the FBI is now looking for him. I mean, yeah, I mean that's just what they do. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Him and Elon Musk are playing the game the same. Uh, Elon is definitely playing the game. Elon is playing the game. He's, he's definitely playing, playing a game. game, but I don't know what game he's trying. He's to play. playing the game of being the. Elon's moves are so confusing. It's like, what are you really trying to do? It's not even confusing. He's literally, in my opinion, Elon Musk is playing the game of I'm going to control the narrative, which is why he bought Twitter. Propaganda. It, it's it's literally free speech, being able to have the freedom of expression. Like that's what he is. Not necessarily a Trump supporter, but he is kind of like Trumpish. Yeah, he wants a town hall. He wants people to be able to say and do whatever they want in order to enjoy this reality they call Earth. <laughs> Fizzle, I was literally talking about earlier. Oh, you bitches want to hide? Remove the block button. <laughs> That's what he's done. Now you can't block nobody on, on X as a feature they moved. And which is going to get him removed from most app stores because that's like a feature needed, but... Um, He's making it free again, which is what I want, which is what it should have been. Twitter and Elon is a different thing. Uh, it's hard to kind of judge what Elon is doing. Uh, let's kind of kind of stick it with uh, Trump real quick. This was kind of distracting. Uh, Donald Trump to skip <laughs> debate. 
Uh, Donald Trump to skip the first Republican debate and do an interview with Tucker Carlson instead. On brand. Yeah. Makes sense. Did he, didn't he skip one last time he ran? No. no he did them all. Went, no, did. no, he did them all. That's what made him shoot to the around. top. So why would he skip that now? Because he has everything to lose. He and has, people are going to grow the gonna, fuck out of him. Yeah, they're going to pull his pocket. Yeah, they're going to pull his card. Okay. Pull his card. Fair enough. Um, yeah. For one uh, presidential candidate to the next, Mr. Uh, Vivek Ramanas. Let me see how I get his name. Ramaswarmi. He's been. He's. I guess his. I don't know his like actually polling numbers, but over the last like two weeks, he's his shit has been like everywhere. He's nowhere close to Trump. Though. I'm not saying that. I or DeSantis. I never said that either. I'm just saying his, his, is not his shit is on the rise. His right. Is the closest thing. Although, no, no, but DeSantis is crash landing onto Mars at the Russia space probe. No, he's not winning. Uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, Vivek Ramanath, he actually was on, uh, was a lot listed this week as far as topics. Uh, but for the first one, he just has two here. He actually gave 10 commandments for his 2024 presidential campaign. Uh, before I actually get into this. Why do people like this guy so much? Jamal, do you I know? I don't know who this nigga is. I, I don't see a picture. Too, too. You know, let me see if there's a picture of this guy. I don't know what he looks like. He's what? like Indian. He's like Indian. Viv- never seen him. Viv- Viv- Here he is. He's like an entrepreneur. There I like go. him. Yeah. Oh, this what? guy. I'm glad I didn't say that all out. <laughs> so he is 38 years old. Good. Don't you have to be 40 to run for president? No. 35. 35. 35. I was about to say. Wait, he's yeah, not. Yeah, he's like, he's <laughs> I don't know. You can say all the crazy shit, Fizzle. Yeah, you got that. Um, but what did you say before that? Uh, the best, but no, 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 he's a horror. Oh my god, you're so fast. <laughs> he has the Twitter fingers. Uh, Starlink, Elon does have 5,000 satellites. Uh, he's basically running that whole thing over there in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, <laughs> He's the whole Ukrainian defense. Yeah, all that satellite, all that communication goes through uh, Starlink. Wrong panda. Um, we love it, Fizzle. His name is Ram Vishasrami. Yeah, honestly, the uh, Ron DeSantis staying in Florida. Yeah, uh, he said DeSantis staying in Florida is better for him. And Florida's losing out on money because of the Santas. Yeah. They're not fucking with him. Right and he's now. trying to get Disney to drop the case. Disney's like, and no. that's the issue. Disney's like, nope, we going to stay right here and ruin that's your whole shit. All right, so here's the 10 uh, quote unquote commandments from what's his name? Vic. Vic. Vivek Ram, Ramaswamy. Number one, God is real. Number two, uh, there are two genders. Number three, Human flourishing requires fossil fuels. Number four. I don't like this nigga. Reverse racism is racism. Number five. An open border is no border. Number six. Parents determine the education of their children. I like that one. Number seven. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Number eight. Capitalism lifts people from poverty. Uh, poverty. Number nine. What? There are three branches of the U.S. government, not three, four. Three. Uh, number what's the three. What's the three? I guess the executive, ju- uh, judicial, and what's the other one? Executive. Legislative. Yeah, legislative. Yeah. What is that? I guess the fourth would be Supreme Court, based on Supreme Court's wait, power they've been doing what, so far. What did you say? There are three branches of the U.S. Not government, four. not four. 
I guess he's talking about the amount of power that the U.S. Supreme Court's been having in the last no, couple no, of years. Or he's saying that the executive branch doesn't exist. There's three, not four. So yeah. what's the four? Probably the Supreme Court. No. Mm-hmm. Executive, legislative, judicial, and... Um, well, let me say ten real quick. Yeah. Ten, the U.S. Constitution yeah, is the strongest true. guarantor of freedoms in history. What's the four? I can agree with that. The fourth one? Yeah, Reverse well, racism is racism. Four no, 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 no. Fourth is the people? No, that was the fourth commandment. No, 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 no. <coughs> you know what the fourth is considered? No. It's, it's uh, There's only three branches of government. Legislative, yes. executive, and judicial. He's saying that there's one extra one. Yeah, the, that fourth, exist. the fourth one is the media. That's facts. Oh, that's cool. Media, Let me see if he says in this article. The media Continue. is the one that... It, the media is the one that checks and can probe into the rest of the three so the people know what the fuck is going on. Well, it doesn't say which the fourth one is in here. Well, based upon his Ten Commandments, I don't like this nigga. He's too radical for me, in my opinion. Like, there's certain things that I just can't mesh with when it comes to, like... uh, (laughs) The wrong panda said, number 11, buy one and get one the second half price. (laughs) Media equals my rule. But the media also equals the people. So Bob yeah, rule. media is the people, then the people rule. Yeah. So that is, and that's if he's saying that the media is that fourth. Four, I think so. Because so I you always, think it's media. I've always heard that the media is, or journalism is always considered the fourth. It's the check the and balance. It's the it's the people's yes. check. So they they legitimately uh, create the narrative of what is going on, what you need to know, what they think you need to know. While the Constitution establishes, or the Constitution establishes the executive, legislative, and judicial branches, the phrase forfeit state reflects the unofficial but widely accepted role that the news media plays in providing citizens with information they can use to check government power. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Which I would media. say, yeah, I would that say that media. So he wasn't putting check? If that was me that's putting in, is media the fourth branch of government? That's what came up. So he basically wants to silence media. So he wants to make it state media like every other country. Propaganda. State media, Russia, state media, China. China. Uh, propaganda, we're, propaganda. We're seeing, uh, even in democracies, North, we're seeing North Korea. Tri- yes, yeah, that's the biggest state media. We're even seeing in democracies, India mm-hmm. is checking their uh, journalists. Like, we're seeing a lot of checks on journalists, and journalists ain't gonna play that shit. They're just gonna go deeper. That's yeah, why Trump. Be, yeah. Wrong panda. Thanks for the follow, bro. That's why Appreciate Trump it, is fucked. So Trump is going down no matter what you think? Does, do you think he goes to jail? Or do you I don't think, think he, he beats does, 94 uh, Do you think he takes that plea deal where he does leaves politics and you could... I'll take it. either one. Either one. Just, Just don't, don't no become more, my no president again. He had too much power and it went to his head. Fair enough. As a reality TV host. Like, Fair enough. But at the end of the day, like I don't like his... I don't like this guy's ten commandments. The ten, yeah. I was just going to bring it back like to this video. I don't guy. like it. And, and, and to be completely honest, I feel like it's a more radical approach because he's basically saying, like, this is my ideology. This is the, like, 
how dare you so compare slick. yourself sure. to the Ten Commandments? That's what I was gonna say. And your first commandment is gonna, God is real. I was gonna say that's Florida law. Separation of church and state by adding in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and church is very controlling. I'm sorry. It like, is. It's it a controlling thing. It is. And it, they and they, they call Tyrone. Watch the movie. You'll understand what we're talking about. <laughs> so with that being said, like you were reading off his commandments, and there are certain things that I agree with, and I'm—I mean, I'm, I'm a family man. Like there are certain things that I really. So you believe with. education? That—that that was one you agreed to most. That education is dictated by the parents. Absolutely. Okay. Because I'm not—I'm—I'm I'm gonna give my children a neutral ground to live on. Like yeah. I'm not gonna force any type of ideology on my child. I'm gonna let them be who they want to be based upon what they perceive as reality. Like I'm, I'm not a fan of like brainwashing my children into believing something that I believe in. Like I want them to have their own interpretation of what reality is. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like as you was reading off those ten commandments, I feel like um, he's trying to create like his own doctrine, like his own ideology. When I'm president, we're gonna run by these. This is, these are the codes that I'm gonna run if by. If you don't line in this, then you're cut off. Type Very thing. radical. Okay. Very radical. And I don't necessarily like it. I like my politicians to be able to understand blur the lines, and blur around. the lines and be able to speak to multiple different ideologies and thought processes and concepts. But he's literally saying this is what I'm standing by, which is cool. Um, but his first commandment is God is real and I'm not going to speak about God. I do believe in God. But for that to be your like founding principle, that's not America. Fair enough. Because his ideology of who God is doesn't necessarily speak to however many people that there are in America. So if he is like, say for instance, uh, just for shits and giggles, he's Muslim, you know, and he's saying God is real. Everybody's going to think that you have to appeal to his ideology of who he thinks God is in order for him to be president. And that's not something that you should, like, you should use it as a more broad term. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, I feel like uh, a politician should be able to blur the lines and say, um, freedom of, I don't, I, I don't know, I'm not fucking president, I'm a politician, but <laughs> I just know that when you read those Ten Commandments, it just took him out the running for me personally. Hmm. Uh, anything on on uh, this guy's quote unquote Ten Commandments? No, no. Something no. uh, rare that Jamal gets quiet about something like that. Like, uh, it's too uh, much. It's, it's not even politics at this point. Yeah, no, he's blurring the line. It's a doctrine. It's a doctrine. Yeah, and nobody should run a so, country based upon their personal doctrine. Yeah, he's basically saying this is what I believe in, and this is what our country should be ran on. Yeah, hell no. That's not where we are right now. We're very liberal as a country, even if we're blurring, like even if we're moderates or on the right or the left, the majority of people are like yeah. in the middle. So, so to stick with this Vivek guy, oh, uh, he, <laughs> I told you, he's, I guess his numbers, I guess polling numbers are going up because he's been showing up more over the last uh, week or two. He's just saying shit, shock value shit. So he's saying that uh, China could invade Taiwan without major consequence from the U.S. Once the U.S. has hypothetically attained a nation's semiconductor independence in 2028. So what's he saying? That he doesn't want He won't protect Taiwan once we're, we're able to produce Who said Taiwan. that? The same dude. You got to protect democracy, though. Yeah. So he's he's a, and that's the only thing so, I agree so, with Jamal. So he's talking about both sides of his mouth and ass right now. He's just saying shit. Yeah, because okay. he's doing of, what Trump did to get elected. Yeah, he's doing he's doing what's popular with the mm-hmm. party. But yep. 
He's doing what Trump did to get elected. Uh, DeSantis is a is a terrible candidate. He's bad at it. I I agree with that. I think he's especially when with, you fight the biggest business in your state. I think he's just gonna stick with being governor when it's all said and done. Because he, he might even lose his governorship. Nah, because remember they they did a thing where he's running. He's still governor, although he's running for president. If he doesn't win, <laughs> he can still be governor. Right, but next time he's up for real. Oh, no, 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 not everyone up. hates DeSantis. He he. Won it easily. Let's see. That's the, only because the, the runner-up was like DeSantis. No, no. I'm talking about. I'm talking. He just he just ran recently. Yeah, yeah, recently. During that conference. wasn't that wasn't. He didn't run against the same guy. So the guy oh, that did the coke and everything with the strippers. Yeah. So he, the Santa's favorability polls as and this is the week of. I guess I have it broken down by weeks. Uh, August twelfth through fifteenth. 38% favorable, 58, 53% unfavorable. Yeah. And that was as of, I guess, this week. But, see, that's after the election, though. I don't know who they ran against him this time, but but the closest person he, he that could have took him out was um, yeah, that guy. Buddy. That guy. And it was close. It, it was, was close. very it was close. Very close. But he won. This time it was a landslide. It was Republicans' preference for the 2024 presidential nomination. Trump at 54 percent, DeSantis at 17. I think those numbers Pence and Tim Scott and Nikki Haley at three percent. Vivek at two and Christie at two percent. So even he's though, the same as Christie. That's why he's doing as much. Yeah, you got you got to stand out a bit. Christie is going left. Christie is just talking dog shit about Trump. He doesn't expect to win. He's just gonna say every time he gets a mic, it's like, yo, let this me guy, try to keep this attention. <laughs> yeah. Attention I'm now. Talk, I'm gonna talk dog shit about this thing. And he has the same as Victor Swami. That's why I'm like, why are we talking about this guy? This guy is irrelevant. He's very irrelevant. In my in my reality at least. But uh, I mean, we that vote, is crazy. Niggas voting, niggas voting. The Ten Commandments is wild. wild. It's wild. <laughs> like once you started reading it, like literally off the bat, I was like, this nigga's not gonna be president. He's too radical. So Fizzle Gig says, would he prefer good governorship, prefer or prefer to appease the masses? Good governor. I don't give a fuck about the masses. That's public opinion. We already talked about this shit with Doja Cat. Yeah, we did. We'll I'm, not for, for I'm not for public opinion. Like, I'm an analytical thinker. So when it comes to, like, me trying to figure out who's going to be, who my vote's going to is based upon what I perceive them doing for my future family that I have currently. So if I feel like you're, like, a lot of people, you know, like that. I saw shit today. Oh, I'm talking about fix. Keep going. Oh, so, I mean, based upon, like, the, the how I'm voting is based upon how I feel like their policies are going to attribute to my future lineage, right? Because I, I have children. So, if I feel like that Ten Commandments shit is some bullshit, I'm not going to vote for somebody who has those ideologies when it comes to American people. Because the American people are based upon freedom of expression, religion, etc. Like, that's our core principle. Like, that's what we're built upon. Mm-hmm. So, if you're going to sit here and say... These are my core commandments. Yeah. Like you're basically you're making set, yourself you're putting a your mind in the stand. Like this is what I'm standing. Like and, and a lot of politicians do that. Like, yeah. but what he's trying to do is basically like I, I don't even know what he's trying to do. I just know that my heart said hell no, hell no. I'm not voting for this nigga. Uh, so uh, let's see. 
Fitzel said if he answered to appease the masses, you get San Francisco. I guess look at all the homelessness they got going yeah, on right now. Yeah, but see, even even with the number, see that that it's not even gangs. See the games. thing about oh yeah. So the thing about San Francisco, none of the numbers say that. Like, aren't they floating California's um, GDP. GDP? San Francisco. GDP. They're bringing in a ton of money. Their crime isn't worse than, let's say, what's a what's a good part in uh, California? San Diego. Like, pull yeah. up their numbers. Because I've been seeing a lot of One city in California has a high GDP. LA with yes. 1.1 trillion. San, San Francisco's number two. With 669 billion. So, and then so, San Jose at 410 billion. So everything that people are saying about San Francisco just doesn't, it doesn't translate. Their housing market is fucking crazy. Like, their GDP is fucking crazy. Like, what, what is it? Do I have to live there to see it? Because their numbers are fucking great. Yeah. Their numbers are better than... And to be honest, I've been there, I've been there physically. Be, it's a great place to be. It's better than Very any red state. Most reviews right. you hear are of people who have lived there and then they left and then they're saying the amount of homelessness is like part of the reason why they got out of there. Even, even if they're losing business, their, their GDP is not showing what you and Joe Rogan are yeah. saying. It's not showing that. So the numbers are, there's legitimate numbers that say you guys are lying. Not me, I didn't say shit. No, I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm saying, you don't see what I'm saying. So what is it? Uh, so I gotta drive down the freeway to see it? I guess, I guess like the, cause they have like a homeless community there with tents and shits, right? They Everybody said, allegedly. Has a fucking homeless community. Yeah, but I guess not for that <laughs> masses. Atlanta definitely okay, has but, a homeless Okay, but what attributes to the homeless community look in at, California is literally the promise, the, worst, the promise the, of like fame and fortune. So, what, what so look up, up uh, the worst crime in LA, like in California. Where is the most crime in California. Worst crime give, in California. Give me something to look at, look up, Fizzle, that I could see number wise. Oh, uh, the ten because places. I hear it, so Santa Cruz. It's Santa Cruz. Of the ten places with population. Oakland. So here's what it says. You got to read the whole thing. So of the ten places with populations over fifty thousand people and the highest violent crime rates, only two had populations under a hundred thousand people. They are Santa Cruz with an 8.2% and Compton at 11.49. The other places include, in descending order, a violent crime rate, Oakland, Stockton, San Bernardino, uh, Vallejo, and San Francisco. All that shit is on um, so, the video game. So, San Andreas? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, At the there, San Francisco isn't the most crime in the, in the state. They're not, like, they have one of the richest GDPs in the state, number yeah. two, according to, I don't know, cities, counties, whatever California does. I don't know what the fuck's out there. Like, you're, you, you're going to have to show me some shit that, that isn't fucking of somebody walking around a camcorder and showing me some <coughs> shit or some new shit. Like, show me some numbers. Yeah. 
Yeah, because last time I went to LA, I was a truck driver, and um, my uncle made it a point to show me like the slums of the slums, like the tent camps and yeah. all the other type of shit. But in com- in comparison, like I do know that there's like a huge homeless pop like problem, but it's mainly because people tent like, city, I think, is what they call it. Yeah, there. but it's it's mainly like young people or people who are just following a dream. Yeah, and they're going to LA or California, trying to be, like, an, actor trying to be an actor or, actor or actress, performer or yeah. whatever the case may be. And I don't, I don't even know if they're good enough or not, but it's like, yeah. oh, they stopped them with pulse of the link, motherfuckers. Oh, but I have it right here. You good? I got the link. Oh, it's fourteen minutes. Can't go over it now. But continue. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch the link. No, I can't homeless, watch it now, but we'll watch it yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, later, later. Yeah. The homeless problem is huge, but in comparison to like other cities, LA has a lot of fucking like. Yeah, California, compared to California LA, California has a lot of fucking people. Um, so their homeless population right. is like comparable to other states. Like homelessness is an issue in America, period. Vagrancy is the biggest crime in America, oh, says Rongo Panda. <laughs> Vagrancy. <laughs> the state as limited as vagrant homeless. So that's the biggest thing in every city is saying is homelessness. Yeah, everybody has a homeless problem. And the biggest thing for me is um uh, equal, like not even equal pay, like just being able to be have a level wage. Yeah. Like, cause, cause at the end of the day, like you can be homeless and seek for opportunity and want to do better or whatever the case may be. Like the jobs are there. <laughs> Fizzle. <laughs> love so basically, I love, our, it, I love our chat. Right. No, he's basically saying what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, like we know that jobs are there. Like there's 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 plenty of jobs yeah. out there. So at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, homelessness is an issue, but for me, the biggest issue is the amount of money that niggas is getting paid for the cost of living that we have to endure. Yeah. Like, homelessness cost is there. Cost of living went up, but our pay raise did not go right. up. Right. So I can, I can some, give up. I can some give up. pay raises didn't yes. go up. Like I mean, most pay those raises are ambitious, didn't go up. Those are no, for ambitious people. They kind of did. But not to that same rate. No, no. Uh, no. It's inflation like 2% went, to like 7%. Inflation went up way more than... A I pay think, raise. I think pay raises went up four point six yeah, across the board. But not to the same nine percent. Yeah. At its highest. At its highest. But yeah, I believe that too. Like I feel like the homeless yeah. population either has given up or they just don't see a way out. And that's that's very easy to slip out. This guy's in IT. You're, you're a rich mother. He got money. Yeah, the fuck? you're not allowed to be in this chat. Rich IT, drop a follow. <laughs> He's doing very well. He's doing very, very well. Very well. Oh, first of all, he's, he's, driving, he's driving in his fucking Tesla past things that paid off. Yeah, and paid yes. off. Okay, but how yeah. dare you, Fizzle? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not gonna do that to Fizzle because Fizzle Why? did the fucking work. Why we're not? He did the all, fucking work. All, he did the I'll work. Take, I'll take a referral. <laughs> no, he did the work to be where he is today. So, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm not gonna blame Fizzle for having his opinion because there's a lot of people who don't do the work to get where they are. So just because Fizzle is in IT, just because Fizzle is in, I have four, but just because Fizzle is in, Double up, nigga. <laughs> just because Fizzle, just because Fizzle is, and he has an evil axe, dude. Oh. Y'all, 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 y'all gonna talk offline. Fizzle. <laughs> so that's where most of the money's coming from. He's in the, he's in the 
Discord now. Email me, nigga. Yeah, he's Discord? in the Discord now. He just he joined. He joined literally five minutes ago. He's in Fizzle. Fizzle, email me. Cause we in a similar situation. <laughs> we gonna talk in this. We gonna talk. We gonna talk in Discord. But at the end of the day, like my nigga. Hey, if you can put, how much you pay your ex? Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. I watched the video. Yeah, we we gonna talk, Fizzle. We yeah. Right. Everyone knows right. you better join that Discord. You gonna miss out on some of these conversations before they come to the chat. So yeah, yeah you could drop us. A, and her new baby daddy, new, new, the new baby daddy is eating off of her. I would appreciate but, if you drop like topics we can talk about. I told him I'll make a, a section in the Discord right. for topics we could potentially discuss. But, but anyway, but, but continue. But at the end of the day, like he's we're, this bitch. We're we're not we're not gonna talk about Fizzle and his IT career because at the end of the day, I want to know how much you make a year, Fizzle. At, <laughs> he he has six figures. He's six. He's sixty. IT six over ten years. He's a, he's six figures with that for sure. He should be. I'm trying to give you your stars, Fizzle. But well, go ahead. Reason, I'm sorry. For some reason, I keep getting interrupted. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Go God ahead. Made me feel bad. God damn. Yeah, these days, I don't give a fuck anymore. Jesus All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. So we could talk about these bitches in Discord. I get it. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to allow for people to sit here and say that your IT job is a reason why you can't be a part of this conversation because you worked for what you have. Like, any... Anybody who works for what they have should be able to have this conversation oh, with no piz- with no penalty. <laughs> That's fizzle. Fizzle, your hat's dope. <laughs> That's fire. Fizzy. But continue. Fizzle will talk, man. <laughs> Real talk. Cause I, cause to be brave, I was trying to give you your stars because at the end of the day, like niggas was trying to try you. It's a like, more private conversation. Not, not even, but at the end of the day, like I understand homelessness and shit like that. But in his ideology, like he worked for what he got, and I understand that homelessness is an issue. But yeah. at the end of the day, like there's nothing that's going to make me homeless because I have the drive and the want to do better than homelessness. Yeah. People who are homeless, they lost the drive. They lost. The they don't mind. have no more motivation. That is fucking fair because at the end of the day, I could be homeless tomorrow, but I refuse to be. I refuse to be homeless. I'm going to do what it has. I don't give a fuck what I got to do. I'm going to get the money to be able to do it. You You see what I'm saying? Best friends. We're going to be best friends because at the end of the day, I'm not going to take. I can give up today. You got polar. You got feels. I need to find my number. I can get. I can give up today and be homeless. But at the end of the day, every homeless person on this earth can decide to do better, my nigga. Like regardless, you can. You can take a shit. You found the. Even even in my most darkest times, like I, worst case scenario, you're homeless, right? The first thing you need to do is get a clean pair of clothes. Yep. Second thing you need to do is make sure that you smell good and you fucking hit the pavement running, start at Waffle House, leave Waffle House, go to Walmart, Walmart, leave Walmart, leave Walmart you go to FedEx, but you can work nine to five and be living in the tent, but you can always change your circumstances, my nigga. Like yeah. homelessness is a temporary issue as long yeah. as you want to change it. Yeah. But homelessness is for people who give up. If you don't give up, you're not homeless. You can find okay. a home. There's low income housing. There's ways out of the shit. Homelessness is an low excuse. income housing. That that is that is the question of this time. Like niggas can't find low income housing. I found low income housing. I'm in a I'm in a reality that I don't I don't like. I'm in a reality that I don't like, but I'm in it because I know for a fact that it's better than homelessness. 
You do what you gotta do to not be homeless. There's a lot Sorry. of, there's a lot of, uh, just shit. Like what? What shit are they going through that I'm not going through? There might be addiction. There's okay, that's mental, a psychological issue. Mental, that's exactly. It's all psychological. If your brain doesn't wire the same, how can you dictate such a general statement like, "Oh, everybody can make it"? Because everybody if there is a will, if there is a will, there's a way. That's a fact. If there is a will, there's a way. If you have no will, you're going to be a part of a homeless community. Maybe you're privileged, my nigga. Duh, nigga. A lot of people in America are privileged. Don't get me started. Fair enough. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. That's a fair enough statement. No, it isn't. I mean, not everyone is, like, surviving, okay? Everybody starts from different starting points. Yeah. But America gives you enough opportunity to try to be better than where you were. There's other countries that do the same shit. I mean, do better. Like, yeah. like you absolutely have, uh, across the border, you have free healthcare, yeah. and in some of those provinces, you legitimately have like housing. They say it's housing. free healthcare, but then it'll take like a year to go see to your that, doctor. That though. is not true. That's the thing that that's the thing Americans think when it comes to like, universal healthcare. That's not fucking true. Let's see if I can do. Search. Yo, How long does it take to Joe Rogan? Like he I don't is. even listen to Joe Rogan. I don't even listen to my personal opinion about my reality. I'm talking in general. I'm talking in general. How long does it take for you take to see your doctor in, let's say, Canada? Right? Because that's the closest one. Yeah. Seven days. <laughs> that's about that's my that's average. average. You can see your doctor the same week in America. Yeah, that's hey, about five. <laughs> same day. Yeah. I mean, so at the end of the day, I'd rather see a doctor, doctor than tell a doctor. I mean, it, it depends on what the ailment is. Yeah. If I know I got, if it's just like tell me I, I got gonorrhea, order me a shot, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> that's a teledoc appointment. Uh, you're probably a junior in gender studies and if you live in America, you privilege. If you don't think that, you're probably a junior in gender studies in college. I like him, but at the end of the day, like there was this guy. He's from Japan. Hey, Ru. I, oh, from West Georgia? From West Georgia. Oh, I remember he, him. Me and him got into an argument because he was like, you're fucking American, you're fucking privileged. And I was talking to him from my experience because my other roommates, they were real privileged. Dan, like, Dan, Dan and I forgot, Haley. I Haley. So at the end of the day, they was real privileged. Like, they had stipends for I their remember parents. They were, they were, they were for, They were really privileged. Yeah. And then so, like, I, I was talking to she drove them. off of the gas with the, with the pump still in the gas tank. And they was like, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. We got it. <laughs> so at the end of the day, like, I was trying to, I was trying to tell Heiru, who's from Japan. He has a white father, a Japanese mother. And from his perspective, everybody in America is yeah. fed with a golden spoon. Yeah. But I was trying to tell him, like, when you break that shit down to a smaller scale, yes, we might, in comparison to other realities, be fed with a golden spoon. And this American reality, my spoon is bronze in compared to their gold. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And my it's bronze is gold spoon. in compared to your nickel or whatever the case Wood may be. Whatever. whatever the yeah. case may be. So at the end of the day I've always had this ideology. And that's what say we all have different starting points. We all have different starting points but right now here in America it's very easy for somebody to slip into homelessness. You just have to have the willpower to say that that's not enough for me. You can work three fucking jobs. You, yeah. can, do, you, can, you can do whatever you need to do in order to save yourself but at the end of the day if you decide to just be down and out that's a personal preference. Mm-hmm. I will take a bath in a lake and go to the Goodwill after panhandling and get a suit 
and get a job to get an apartment to, to proceed. There's, yeah. there's opportunity here in America that a lot of countries don't have. Yeah. So homelessness is not an option for me. It's, there's always, if you have a will, there's, there's a, way. a way in America. In America. That's a capitalistic foundation that was... Yes. Back, that was, okay. You just have to present yourself... What, what's your thoughts on what he's saying? Nothing? Yes. No? Yeah, you don't want to go there? No, I don't. Okay, fine. Um, let's it's see. Shit. It's not shit. <laughs> That's privilege speaking. No, nigga, this privilege speaking to you. No, it's right? not. I'm the least privileged person in this room. Okay. I'm going to argue that. Next. I'm going to argue that. Um, President Biden hails a new era of partnership between U.S., South Korea, and Japan. Mm. Is that just because of China's going crazy? It's China and also... Him? Him. Oh, his right. What's oh. Fizzle <laughs> said he hate him. <laughs> Like you either. <laughs> he does like you. He's just combative right now. He's hard. He's you'll get to know him in the Discord. Uh, but what's Fuck your, it, I ain't gonna be in there if he's in there. What's your thoughts on this whole thing? With this <laughs> whole uh, oh uh, uh, China, not China. U.S. makes a, makes a new partnership with South Korea and Japan. Uh, they call it a new era of partnership. Um, I mean, we protect democracy, don't we? No, I mean. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I forgot. Also, it's North Korea. It says the looming threats of China and North Korea, Korea shadow yeah. the summit. Uh, both Japan and South Korea are well within range of Pyongyang's rocket tests, and both nations also also have attempted to curb Beijing's growing strength in the region. Uh, uh, Biden saluted the bravery of both Asian leaders by setting aside generations of tensions between their countries. And he vowed that the new formalized alliance would be unwavering in our unity and unmatched in our resolve. Yeah. So they met, they all met at Camp David. Um, that is. And Congratulations to your little brother for getting married. This is the end of the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. So they, um... Oh, uh, the new relationship with Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> yeah I mean, it is what it is. So it's uh, it they're gonna use, they're gonna do um, joint, yeah, joint military tests in the region. Uh, it's a way to combat against China. Uh, both North Korea and South wait, South both Japan Korea. and South Korea don't want to like deal with that. Not deal with it, but like does does dust in the with the reports coming out of China's like low employment number. I think it was between like their twenty one to like thirty something year olds. I think it was their unemployment was like twenty one percent in China. China? Yeah, Yeah. came out like this week, like twenty percent, twenty one percent unemployed. Yeah, China China is going through the like the opposite. They're going through deflation. Yeah, and that's just as bad. All their policies are catching up to them. Yeah. So does that mean, does that make them want to possibly be a, little, be a little bit more aggressive to try to make up for what they're going to be losing, I guess, economically? No. I feel like 
There's only one way to really combat that. Because also like, their population decline and all that. So yeah, it's like a lot of shit. The only way to that's their fault though. The only way to yeah. to combat that is like immigration. Get people to come there. Yeah. And, and I'm not gonna fucking flex if they pay in a bag. I don't think they paid that, but I don't think I don't know who not compared to others. I don't know who they would accept to. Yeah, they'll be a little bit more. They're not gonna allow Americans to just flood their shit. Not not as easy as Japan, where you just go to Japan and basically. I don't know if they'll let Japanese in there. I think it'd be it have to be Russian. Because Russian basically supplies all their gas now, so they can be way more open to Russia than someone else. And even then, I don't even know if they'll let Russians in for sure. The only way to fix that shit is immigration. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. But do you think this partnership is due to just the rising tensions over there, basically? Yeah. And probably, like, financial, too. Some create... Manufacturing and things like that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Arkansas falls in Florida's footsteps by banning AP African American Studies before the upcoming school year. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, it's just a DeSantis... Follower? I uh, know, it's a DeSantis... Speak rule. up, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a DeSantis rule, like, I don't know. Um, so the teachers' union is, like, asking them for more, like, what should we do? And the state's not coming back to them, so it's putting teachers in a weird spot. Especially when teachers are, like not being teachers anymore because they could go up to Georgia to get more money yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Move for the money. Florida Florida doesn't pay their teachers already and to put more restrictions on people you're not paying is kind of crazy. School didn't start everywhere yet, Fizzle. So, like, I know, like, up north starts, like, late in September. Uh, Georgia started already. Florida starts, like, this week to next week. So, it just depends where you're at. So you gotta be very careful how you treat but, those people. But the, but the overall ideology mm-hmm. that, that they're trying to push history. in the narrative. So <clears throat> I believe that as a as a country, in my personal opinion, let's just be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that in order for you to learn from the past, you have to be able to speak about it. Yeah. But I also believe that like continuously harping on a particular subject mm-hmm. topic makes it still present and real. You see what I'm saying? So, like, say for instance, like, for me, talking about slavery and talking about, like, the things that we endured as African Americans makes it more real and more present. Yeah. And the hate more real and present. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's something that should be practiced in, like, college mm-hmm. more so. So, like, say for instance, you know, that's something that's, like, a broader subject topic. Like, if you want to get deeper into politics and history and things of that nature like that's something that should be offered in um a higher level, a higher level, level of, of education of people who instead of just the standard base right. model of what high school to right okay because i do believe that like talking about race at such a young fragile age and this is some new shit that i just thought about today like mm-hmm. to be completely honest but talking about race and um things of that nature at such a fragile and young age can breed um hate mm. in my opinion um to people who not necessarily deserves it because like say for instance if i'm a young african-american learning about what a certain textured or colored person or non-colored person has did to my ancestors that's creating this narrative and this ideology for me to treat that people as the enemy 
yeah. right? And there are certain modern day people who look like that who aren't even on that type of time. Okay. So I have this certain hate for these people based upon what I learned in grade school that's not necessarily warranted um, unless it's like a case-by-case -case basis because there are certain people of different nationalities that you can come across that's like, okay, you're full of shit, like I don't fuck with you. Yeah. And then there are certain people where it's like, you know what, I fuck with you, your parents mm -hmm. taught you right. You're like, you're a part of the progression of society as a whole. Mm. So do we need to be teaching this shit in elementary, middle school, um, high school? Not necessarily. I feel like if you're going to teach that, it has to be something that's done in-house. But if you were to do continuing education after generalized population education, like com like teaching children how to conform to society, that should be something that you should be like, okay, now I'm in higher education and I'm mature enough to be able to understand. Should be mature what enough. Should to be to be able to understand what's going on. And this is a new perspective for me because at first I was like, oh, they're just you know just trying to erase history, da da da. Yeah. But no, that should be a continuing education where I'm mature enough to understand it because I look at my children and. They have white friends, Asian friends, Hispanic friends, and they don't know anything different. Yeah. And I don't need for my children to experience like, okay, this is what that colored person did to us back in the day for my child to develop this hate so early on in life. Yeah. But when they're 18 and over, they have a different perspective to be like, okay, this was the past and now we're here. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So at first I had a completely different ideology, but now that I'm a parent... And I'm, I'm, I'm seeing my colored children like interact with different races. I'm more like, okay, they don't understand what racism is. We should just let them be. And if they want to learn more about it and continue in education, if they even get that far, yeah. that's where that type of education should be, in gotcha. my opinion. Um, and this is just from being a parent. It should be, he's basically saying that type of level of education should be for like a higher, more developed right. mind to understand and kind of ask questions about it right. instead of just a fundamental because my next door neighbor like they're they're literally like hunting camping fishing mutton like walk outside barefoot don't take showers and shit like they're your not necessarily typical but they're like you outdoorsy. know they're outdoorsy right real outdoorsy but at the end of the day that's one of my daughter's best friends like point blank period so she gonna learn why would them. I teach them why would I teach her that what their ancestors did when they're not even a part of the narrative. Yeah. It was their ancestors that was part of the narrative. Now, if you're using it as a continuing education to understand where we could end up in the future, because history repeats itself, mm -hmm. sure. But am I trying to teach my children that type of hate as no. like in their infancy? No. Honestly, no. No. All right. Um, last topic that we get out of here which tonight. Was, which was deep for me. Um, young environmental. Yeah, that's all like next topic. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's just wrap things up the way I do. When you I went do. on for about eight minutes, man. You got it. ISO. <laughs> Young environmental activists scored what experts describe as a groundbreaking legal victory uh, when a Montana judge, uh, judge said that state agencies were violating their constitutional right to a clean and healthy, uh, healthful environment by allowing fossil fuel development. Oh, so they yeah. won a case in court saying basically the state is fucking up by still using fossil fuels and the judge agreed so, with the so younger because it, it's And special, I'll load up the article while you give your... It's a special case because Montana has certain protections. They literally have it in their state constitution that, um, that protects the environment. 
So that's on the form that they sued on. The ruling of its is a first of its kind uh, trial in the U.S. It adds to a small number of legal decisions around the world uh, that has established a government duty to protect its citizens from climate change. Uh, if it stands, the ruling could set an important legal precedent. Through experts said the immediate impacts are limited, and state officials pledged to seek to overturn the decision on appeal. Uh, District Court Judge Kathy Seeley found the policy uh, the state uses in evaluating requests for fossil fuel permits, which does not allow agencies to look at greenhouse gas emissions, is unconstitutional. It marks the first time in a U.S. court has ruled against a government for violating a constitutional right based on climate change, says Harvard Law School professor Richard Lazarus. What a last name. Uh, to be sure, it is a state court, not a federal court, and the ruling is based on the state constitution and not the U.S. constitution. Yeah. But, it's, but it's still clearly a major path-breaking win for climate Plainness. Like, yeah. I mean, I just look at the first Calif- the hurricane in California in like 30 years look, that just hit up, land uh, today. Look up, yeah. uh, <laughs> look up what in the state constitution that they sued on. It, it's something like... Uh, maybe it's in his article. It gotta be in that article, right? Uh, says, the judge rejected the state's argument that Montana's emissions are insignificant, uh, saying there was a substantial factor in climate change. Uh, Montana is a major producer of coal burned for electricity and a large oil and gas reserves. Uh, reserves. Every additional ton of GHG, greenhouse gas emissions, exaggerates plaintiff's injuries and seeks locking in irrever- irreversible climate injuries. However, it's up to Man- Montana's legislator to determine how to bring the state's policies into compliance. Uh, that leaves slim chances for prompt changes in a fossil fuel friendly state where Republicans dominate the state house. Uh, only, Did they go over it? What they sued for? No, I the ruling really provides nothing beyond emotional support for the many cases seeking to establish a public mm-hmm. trust right, yep. uh, human right, or federal constitutional right to a healthy environment. It's Montana, right? Yeah. Uh, state officials have tried to derail the case since prevented from going to trial through numerous motions to demand the lawsuit. Uh, Claire Vlasis was 17 years old when she became a plaintiff in the cave, now 20, and working as a ski instructor. She said climate change hangs over every aspect of her life. Uh, and I quote, I think a lot of young people really uh, feel really helpless, especially when it comes to the future. Uh, added that she expects Montana's lawmakers to respect the state's constitution and abide by the court decisions. Uh, hopefully this is one for history, she says. Uh, Montanians can't be blamed for changing the climate. Their same legal theory has been thrown out of federal court and courts in more than a dozen states. Uh, it should have been more, should have been here as well. Yeah, it's not really saying what they're... So, yeah. so this is, it's Article 9, Section 1, Part 1. Uh, the state and each person shall maintain and improve a clean and healthful environment in Montana for present and future generations. So, health environment for future and present generations, basically. Yeah. Well, you gotta maintain a healthy yeah. environment. And if you continually dig it for fossil fuels, then that's against that. Against that. Plain and simple on a basic level. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's the government's 
job to protect their citizens from climate change and yep. shit like this. Yeah, especially so that's a very important country. win. Yes. moving forward yes. in society so that far. That can pr- protect. Well, any any state that has that in their yeah, that's what I'm saying. In society, moving forward, yeah. anyone can basically. I mean, someone in Georgia can be like, I think it's but it's been a hard constitution though. I don't know. See, that's that's the thing about Montana. Because it's state and not federal. That's, yeah. what, yeah, that's what they That's why say. they so sued to the Constitution. But I think uh, this, the state of Montana is going to try and get it to the Supreme Court. But we've seen the Supreme Court respect state rights. So if they protect uh, state rights, then it, it should stand. This case should stand. I'm trying to see if Georgia has anything like that, but no, I was just talking about all their uh, reduction plans and things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think Georgia will kind of fall with them, but I do believe this is uh, a very important case uh, to have been won, especially moving forward where things are only going to get worse over the next couple of years with climate change. So uh, we're seeing record temperatures. I mean, this year, last month alone, those back-to-back days of breaking the the hottest day ever. Uh, We got hurricanes now hitting Mexico and California from the West Coast. Never happened Uh, before. Last time it happened was 30 years ago or something like that. So I was like, things are clearly showing up. Like, global climate change is here to really fuck some shit up. And but I, it's not even that. That shit is like at home. Like even this Georgia. It's here. Shit, this Georgia shit is ridiculous. It's here. Like motherfucker, I've been. It's hot. It's first of all, it's <laughs> fucking hot. It's hot. And not even that. Like the, the torrential downpours that I'm experiencing on my side of town. Like Georgia, it rains. Like we know this. Yeah. But on my side of town, like Hampton. Well, shit, I shouldn't. Hampton? No, they don't know where I am in Hampton. They gotta find it. Yeah, they gotta find it. So, (laughs) at the end of the day, like, I'm experiencing, like, I'm I'm literally even speaking to my ancestors, like, my mother and my grandmother. Like, all of them, like, I'm talking to them about climate and the weather and how it's, they're literally telling me that this is some shit they've never experienced before. And Georgia is very popular for having very balanced seasons. Spring, summer, fall, winter. I have uh, someone explained to me how that worked. Uh, climate change. Someone explained. What do you mean, Fizzle? So I'm about, you calling us some bitches? Because it's hot? Know. It's heat. The answers are dead. You're talking to your family. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you get. I thought you was the homie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that Fizzle was the homie. Yeah, but you talk to uh, your people. Witches. You talk to your your family. I'm not a witch. <laughs> you're you'd be a wicker. What's that? Witcher. <laughs> a wicker. Uh, well, continue your statement. What did you say? I don't want to continue. Okay. What you? I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. But no, like to be completely honest, like I'm talking to people who have experienced this reality way longer than I have. Like my mother's 20 years older than me. <laughs> my uh, grandmother's 40 years older than me. Yeah. Like there's people who are older than me who has been through the cyclical thing called life. Everything is a fucking cycle. Spring, yeah. summer, fall, winter, 
Monday through Friday, 24 hour cycles, like all this shit is a cycle. Yeah. And I've done enough psychedelics to understand this. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? What? So at the end of the day, like. You just gotta let him go. You just gotta let him go sometimes. You see me, I don't shut up. I just look. That's, Man, what, I that's when I start looking at the computer. Like, is there anything else to talk I've done enough psychedelics to understand that life is cyclical. So I'm looking at my ancestors or the people who have come before me and has done this before me. And I'm asking them about their cyclical experience, about what reality is based upon weather. And they're telling me that the shit's weird. You're too light enough to be a booha. And a booha means witch. I just looked that up. (laughs) There you go. You're talking about my energy, right? Like my aura, my vibration. I'm like a vibrating. Rucha, Rucha is Spanish for which? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like energy. Like my frequency is vibrating higher than most. (laughs) Whatever you gotta say. Which Bruja is which is Spanish? Continue. So I'm now Spanish. You 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 intercontinental. You know what? Thank you for joining Black Entourage Podcast. It's been great, everybody. Oh, 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 oh. You don't close this. Man. I do the closing. What, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, Brujas? No. <laughs> that might be the title. Brujas. Uh, are fans being too light to be a Bruja? <laughs> too light to be a Bruja. So I, I think be, he is. I gotta be from Haiti to be a witch. <laughs> Nightbot coming for the rescue. Yeah. <laughs> Who like to be a witch? Y'all wild right now. Uh, what's your thought on that, boy? You got anything? My fine black brother. Thank exactly. you. That's all I want to be is fine. Uh, or were you, at least you're talking about fine, like yeah, you're human. good. You're a decent human. I you're thought you were talking about fine as you're attractive. You're black. I didn't know what he was talking about. I was talking about. Um, I thought he had, he said I was cute. Oh God. We'll talk to you in the Discord, Fizzle. Uh, but do you got anything else on? Oh. You want to What's uh wrong panda? You gotta follow me. You gotta balance out Fizzle's Republican. What did wrong panda say? <laughs> no, wrong oh, panda. Oh, there you go. You're not allowed to say old people are selfish, but many. Oh, I miss all his stuff. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Important they won. He's talking about the the case about the climate change thing. I love these kids. But I'm white as fuck. Uh, you're not allowed to say people are selfish, but many are. <laughs> Yo, can I pass for a decent black? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, feel like chill. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am too. We'll talk in the chat. I'm white. Right, I'm white as fuck. We'll we have some fun. Don't worry about it. Um, but I don't got nothing else on my list here. Do you got anything you want to talk about? You good? Let's talk about the bar. You get the what? The Barbie movie. We talking about that last week? Yeah, I know. I still didn't watch it yet. Oh, yeah. uh, I think I'll probably just wait for it to, to hit streaming at this point. I'm not paying yeah, for it. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay. Let me see if it's on my site right now. Hold on. Uh, what is this shit called? It's just called Super. Uh, yeah, I didn't want. That's what I said. Stop. I was like Super. Uh. Hey, <laughs> hey, oh, Fizz, we're gonna, we gonna talk on Discord, homie. Ugh. Barbie is not there yet, so I will be waiting yeah, some more. We got, no. we got more in common than Not there yet. 
But thank y'all so much for hanging out with us this week. This has been he even he even hit the follow. What do you mean? Oh, then get in the Discord. Get too. in the Discord, Panda. Uh, thank y'all so much for hanging out with us this week. If you're new, make sure you hit that follow button. Join the Discord. We're gonna blow this shit up. We're gonna uh, have a whole different uh, chat for like topics to discuss for the upcoming week. We can have our personal discussions. You guys get to know us outside. Of this podcast, you'll be notified whenever we go live, whether it's with the podcast or if I turn on the stream. Uh, I'll get all that set up with the boss. Let you guys know everything is happening. Uh, but follow us on our social medias: TikTok, uh, uh, Twitter. Where else are we? Instagram. TikTok. Uh, I said TikTok. I think that's our main three right now. Follow us individually on Twitter down below. But we will see you guys next week or throughout the week if I decide to hit that high button on the stream. But until then, thanks for hanging out, chat. It was a blast today. Hope you have a great week. Much love. Peace.